Episode 396 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. What's shaking, Ed? Not much. How are you doing, sir? I'm uh, not too bad. It's been a long week. Um, just, uh, you know, ooh, those seven days really kind of kill me sometimes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, it's mostly it's been work just lately, but I, for whatever reason, it's been this struggle all week with people. You know, calling and asking stupid questions or thinking that somehow I can fix their problems when it clearly it's on their end. You know, it's the problem exists between chair and controller. (laughs) 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 I mean, some of the some of the people like, oh, I bought this thing and it worked for a couple days. Now, now I, this is legitimately a a conversation I had. Um, Someone called saying that they had a problem with their Xbox Live uh, subscription, right? And they want me to give them a refund. (laughs) And I'm like, I don't don't do that because we don't. I mean... (laughs) We're not Microsoft. Right, right, and it was... It was a a girl calling for her man rather than the man just calling, which I I don't understand. I guess maybe because she's probably the domineering type to be like, I'll get stuff done. You're too lazy, so therefore I'll do it. And I just think that she was mishandling the information because she called twice, right? Two separate occasions on two separate days in a row. Um, Because I'm like, you're going to have to call Xbox. Give her the phone number to Xbox. and like, you're going to discuss it with them. I can't. I'm not there. You said it worked, so how is that my problem? <laughs> you know, <laughs> and then so he asked this guy actually the job to talk because at one point I was like, "Look, ma'am, I can't help you." Well, you know, if you really insisting on this, I open up at this time. You can show up when, when the store opens. I'll make some phone calls, the same phone calls I told you to make, and we'll see if I get any further. Right? <laughs> so she did not show up. But her man did, I guess, the one who originated from the problem. And he told me that the thing was working for four days and then nothing. And I'm like, and I looked this guy dead in his eyes and was like, well, he could have been, you know, whatever happened, maybe the person whose account it's under was banned. I mean, I know that Activision has been banning a bunch of Call of Duty people for cheating. And, and he had this look in his eyes. It was like, oh, shit, it's my fault, not my kid's fault. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, look, I'll, I'll, I, he didn't want to say it, but I could see it in his face that all of a sudden I could see the look of like, fuck, you know, look him over his face. 
And I'm like, look, I'm, I'll make those phone calls. And I'm like, but from my perspective, because he's like, well, it worked for four days. And I'm like, okay, so it worked for four days. That's something first that I should backtrack. He tries to come in and go, yeah, I've been talking to somebody the last couple of days about my Xbox. And I was like, no, 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 sir. It wasn't you. It was your girl because she was talking to me. Like, like, <laughs> like eh, you're already, you're already lying to me. <laughs> you don't have your balls with you. They're still at home with your wife. Right, still with your girl. You're already lying to me. So anything else, be very careful what you're about to tell me. <laughs> so he's like, I, I'm like, okay, I'll make the phone call. When you call the Xbox hotline, Microsoft's a genius because what happened is, is that they go, well, if you have a problem with your thing, you can contact us online at xbox.com blah 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 you know, do the whole chat thing which is what the the girl said she did and the system kept telling her to go talk to the people who gave them the card because they can't do anything about it and i was like yeah just so you know sir she thought she was talking to a person i'm like unless you actually hear a human's voice you're talking to a computer he's like what do you mean i'm like they're waiting for it's like they're waiting for trigger words and then when they see a phrase of words pop up they have an automated response for that it's written in a casual kind of casual thing but you can just tell that it's never really a human on the other side very rarely i was like very rarely is it a human yeah you know they look for trigger words and they respond to you in in, in type and they, and they type and you associate a human voice to that, that those words um like unless you're actually speaking to a human chances are you're probably not you know, and which is the reason why, because they didn't have an answer for her, so that's why they were, they were backtracking and going, okay, well, you need to contact us. From my end, I'm going to play it right this way. You just told me it worked for four days. Guess what? You bought something that was working. It ain't my problem. It, a, a subscription just doesn't disappear unless something is done about it. <clears throat> you know, I'm like, well, make sure you know, you got to log in on the rip. Then maybe someone put a dot or capitalized where it wasn't capitalized. Like, there's certain things that are you know you have to watch when you're logging into your system I'm like but according from my perspective it worked it worked for four days and then all of a sudden didn't work that ain't my problem you bought something that was working and again it's a subscription it's not like i can just you know you because she just girl was telling me that that she could call the corporate office and the corporate office gave her a phone number and that that she was gonna i was gonna have to call that phone number and not her to issue a whole brand new card and i'm like whoa i've never actually what I was like, you need to talk to a human being. Well, I talked to somebody on chat. Yeah, it's not the same thing. <laughs> like, you think it's the same thing, but it's not. I'm like, did you hear a human voice? No, then you're not talking to a human. Like, come on. Like, I gotta, I gotta bridge to say too while you're at it. There's, you know? saying there's, there's a, there's a ton of them out there because it's like, like I, I call for, I, I work for, you know, for. for for IT, I do website, you know, development and stuff like that. But you have you have to have a hosting site really to prepare it. Like our like our wordswithgeeks.com website. Go there and check it out, by the way. And uh, well, well, I'm on the phone. Nice plug. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> I'm on the phone. It's like it's a computer that goes on. It goes. She he goes. Tell me what your problem is. I can understand complete sentences. And I'm thinking, I don't speak in complete sentences. So this is going to be difficult. <laughs> right. I'm already calling you mad, and you're not going to be able to give me any kind of response because I'm going to stammer. I'm going to be like, I just, "What do you know what I'm talking about?" And you, it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Fixie print. 
<laughs> Fixie email. <laughs> Me hit with hammer, not work. Fix it, please. Over phone. <laughs> you know, as, so eventually what have, wound up happening is a guy actually wound up buying another year subscription, right? <laughs> and I was like, all right, go ahead. You, know, you could try it, I guess, you know. And he's like, oh, I'll just fight, fight with his bank about the purchase. And I'm like, so you're going to buy this? And then you're going to lie saying you didn't buy it? <laughs> like, or, or are you going to fight with your bank about the original? Like, at that point, I was done. I was like, okay, well, here, here, cost this much, the other buy. Yeah. Uh, I, was, I, I told the guy, I was like, look, you, when you go to Microsoft's website, it tells you, like, hey, if you need help, more help, call that number. And I was like, you should call that number and get to an actual human. Talk to a human. They're going to be able to actually either be able, they're going to be able to backtrack and go, okay, we see where they could see where the problem is easier because the computer is just spitting out random phrases, not random phrases, but phrases based upon your responses. Right. So if, you know, someone says, okay, well, what's, what's your phone number? You can type in your phone number. You can tell them, you know, you know what it's, it makes it easier to, to, to deal with, you know? And I was like, good luck, <laughs> you know, but <laughs> my Yes, this Sunday, and yesterday was my—I guess I kind of call it like my end of my week. Yeah, my end of week. My week. I had let's see, it was Friday. It was Friday night. I had a woman call me all night long. <laughs> You're gonna love this one. Seriously, I think everyone can relate to this one because it's an Animal Crossing thing. <laughs> <laughs> Woman calls me. She wants to know the difference. She has a switch. She's thinking about upgrading to the new switch, the newer switch, because apparently she's got a newer. She has an older model, and the newer model has a longer battery life. Now, the longer battery life is only by about two hours. Okay. All right. So, I mean, it can, instead of five to seven hours, it goes from seven to nine hours. So, congratulations. You're 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 getting two extra hours out of it. If you know, um, but to get the regular switch or the switch light and I'm it's my job to try to ease that person into making sure they're comfortable with this decision they're, they're making and I don't mind talking about people's options like okay well this is what your options are but when you have me on the phone asking my like with them with the phrase of well, I don't know what to do comes out of your mouth I'm done <laughs> it's like I'm I don't like, know what I'm, to do either this is your choice not mine I'm like, I, I was like, ma'am, I mean, I can't help you make that decision for you. I can give you all the information. You know, like, do you play it in handheld mode more than you play it in attached to the TV? Well, I always play it in handheld mode. Well, then get to switch light. Well, yeah, but I, I want, you know, it's, it's a smaller screen. Then stick with the regular. Like, I don't, like, you want me to pro and con this out to you. It's like, um, look, ma'am, do you want to spend an extra $100 or not? Because that's the difference between the two of them. You know, like, I don't, and then she's like, well, I don't know if the, I don't know how to transfer the information over from one switch to the other, because that's, and the reason why is, is because she has a little over 200 hours in Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> and the first thing I thought of was 200 hours, you're a fucking amateur. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you do, a weekend? Well, come on. Like, like, wow, did you just start playing 200 hours? <laughs> You know, <laughs> I have a wife who makes that look like a, 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 a just <laughs> my wife will though 200 hours. My wife makes that look like a light weekend. <laughs> <laughs> 
like, like right. she had something else to do that week. That's that's <laughs> that's her two hundred hours input. Because uh, she's reason, probably playing right now. The only reason why she stopped playing at Animal Crossing is because she actually got to go to her job. That's exactly <laughs> right. Like, that's that's right. <laughs> My <laughs> wife's job gets in the way of her Animal Crossing, so you're absolutely right. If my wife had a clock in every other day for Animal Crossing, it'd be clunk. It's a living, and then it kept going. So I'm like, $200, that's cute. Yeah, I'm like, okay, well, well, you need to download this software. Like, and believe it or not, out of all, this is where I get annoyed with the corporation part of Nintendo because they can't make shit simple. Like you can transfer all the information from one switch to the other, but for Animal Crossing, one of the very few games that this has to, you actually have to download a free software, and then that all that island stuff gets packed into a a program that you then have to, and it looks like a little shipping box that you have to then go to the new system after and download that application, and then and it gets unpacked and it's waiting for you for the game to get loaded. It's just why can't you just copy paste? It would just be so much easier, especially when you're doing a data transfer anyway. Right. But no, it's Nintendo, so they got to make it somewhat complicated. Mm-hmm. Um, so the woman just she just I'm on the phone with her and and I, I'm willing to give people some a, amount uh, enough I guess like leeway. I'll have a conversation with them and I'll talk to them and I'll make their options. But when I'm on the phone with you for almost a half hour going, I, ma'am, I don't know what more you could tell you. Like, I, it's it's your choice. Well, I don't know about what I'm going to do on my, my save files. And I'm like, oh, I see where this is going to go. Ma'am, why don't you just bring your Switch in, bring everything you have in, you can trade it in, and but right before we do, you know, we'll transfer the information over for you. Will you? Yeah, I've never done it before, but sure, what shit, why not? I guess we'll both learn something, right? You know, like, <laughs> First time for everything. Uh, Right, I'm like, all right, let's go into the void. Whatever, it's fucking computer information. It's it's uh, it's nothing's going to explode. You know, <laughs> the the best part. But I do stuff like this. Like, yeah, I'll do it. You know, it's just like yeah, it's not my data. I don't give a fuck. Like, right. If I lose it, I hey, sorry, I lost the 200 hours. Whatever. Like, <laughs> like I mean, I, there's a there's a there's a minuscule part of me like, oh man, that sucks. I feel bad because I know what it's like to lose play a game and all of a sudden you lose that information. It could be a hundred hours. It could be ten hours. You're like fuck I gotta start all the way over again god damn it's annoying and then you sometimes depending on the game you never really you never ever really go back to it so I'm like I I would feel a little guilty but ultimately I was like bitch you just wanted two extra hours of play time plug the fucking basin and lay in bed while you're playing let it charge while you play I was like you know you can do that like I I don't mind. I sometimes, you know, I'm sure the corporation doesn't like to me when I say like sometimes I'll talk a person out of a purchase because it's the right thing to do. Yeah. You know, like it's like maybe or whoever I'm talking to, you don't really need this. Like people tend to think that the SD card that goes into a Switch has to be the SD card that GameStop sells because it's got Mario Mario and Mario Kart on it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, and that's the reason why it's more expensive because you think it matters. It doesn't really matter. I mean, it, there's probably some. There's, I'm sure some techies like, well, it does matter because of the upload time and speeds. And I'm like, well, that's great and all, but it's essentially an SD card, still the same shape and size and dimensions. And I was like, I don't have any, but you can just clearly walk down T-Mobile's like three stores down. You probably can buy one just probably cheaper 
over there. Oh, yeah. That if, and if they don't have any, there's a Verizon store. Any SD card will work. Right. Because like, the system will format it to what it needs. So that's the, right. you know, so it doesn't really matter what the device is, you know. So you could, you could you buy a card anywhere. You could go to online and buy it real cheap, you know, mm-hmm. buy like a dozen of them for the same price that, that you know, your store charges them for. I, I had the exact same conversation about a hard drive because a person was curious about a PS4 hard drive. And I'm like, well, it's an external hard drive, but just because it says Seagate and it's blue doesn't make it any different than this Seagate that's green. Well, that one says for Xbox. doesn't matter. doesn't matter. That's, pa- I'm like, that, that's, that's packaging. They both have the same USB connection. They're both two terabytes. It really doesn't matter because what's going to happen is there's no proprietary system on either one of those hard drives. The moment you plug it in, it does get a little proprietary, but you can always format that and delete it at any, at any time. I'm like, it doesn't really matter. Oh, why did they do that? Money. Because, because I'm like advertising. You know, like you want to, you want to buy. People are more comfortable buying something that that you know is going to work. Oh, it says it's for the PS4. You're more secure in making that purchase rather than just walking into a GameStop or going to Newegg.com and go get me an external hard drive. Fuck it, make it as big as you want. You know, like. <laughs> and in your head you're like okay two terabyte is that going to be enough well if it's not ma'am i have a four terabyte what if i get that filled up well you can get another four terabyte you, fuck it for all i care buy five of them one for each different game <laughs> you could have yourself a role-playing hard drive and a first person shooter hard drive whatever the sky's the limit it's all yours it's all it's all relative <laughs> for, the, for the right price Right. So I'm I'm telling this woman like, ma'am, you don't really need uh, a new one, but if maybe put a come on, I do have them in stock. It's, it's you know, so come on in. Now, I work in a mall, and that mall has shortened hours. That mall's hours are closed at eight o'clock on a weekend, right? Uh-huh. This woman came walking in about six o'clock, right? And she wanted to, you know, she she was buying the she was trans she was getting the updated version of the full model switch. Uh, trades in her old system she starts where you start upgrading. I turn on the new system, right? Uh-huh. Obviously, right away it needs to do an update on the on the on the firmware. Of course. So that takes so that takes about twenty minutes, right? Then I have her switch and the new I have both switches next to each other. You know, I tag which one's the right one and which one's the left one, right? And it the actual information from one switch to the other small time, small potatoes, right? It right. was it didn't take that long. <clears throat> then I had to, then on the new switch, I had to download this um, island transfer software. It's free from Nintendo, so I downloaded it, uh-huh. which took, I think, like 10 minutes because my internet connection is shit at my job. It uh-huh. just is. Um, so I got it, and it took me a couple, I mean, and I quickly, before she kind of read up on it just to make sure that I, I didn't want to completely fuck it up. Right. Because again, I do feel a little like I do feel a little responsible when people oh, come in for that. Oh yeah, because I mean, you're, it it becomes it becomes like under you now, like that. You know, if, if something happens, like you know, and then you right, you're it's, working it's, on it's, it's, GameStop's yeah. time, or the you're sorry, your store's time. That right. uh, you know, it, it it could be a problem. Right, I'm doing you a favor, but if it goes sideways, I'm the one gets in trouble. Right, <laughs> like you know, like technically, you know, you're not supposed to do that. Yeah, I know technically I'm not supposed to do that, but we also have the thing like make the customer happy. Did you want me to get the sale or not? So fuck off. I think I did the right thing. It's not my fault. I wound up burning everything to the ground. <laughs> 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 you know, so 
So I get the information transferred over, and I'm like, okay. And I started looking for, because the information from hers is over to the next one, I realized she doesn't have a digital version of Animal Crossing. So I'm like, well, did you bring the game? No. So we just did all this information. You don't even have the game that I'm supposed to try to get it to work with. Oh, I didn't think about that. You didn't think about that. Ma'am. Ma'am. And I'm like, and, and I'm like, okay, okay, you know what? I, it's a popular game. We actually have it in stock. I can, you know, we're working in a redesign of the store where I have to, you know, what we call gut game cases and put them out on the wall. And I'm like, I haven't gotten to the Switch section yet. So you know what? Animal Crossing. I'll open up a brand new one, pop the thing in. How bad could it be, right? Well, <laughs> that was a bad idea. <laughs> right. And right away, I should have went. You idiot, that game's over almost a year old now, and there's been several different updates. Um, even the update, including be able to save your island to be able to transfer it. So I popped it. I'm like, but pff, whatever. What? I'm like, at this point, Ed, it is quarter of eight. Okay, she walked in about 6.15, 6.30. You know, so I'm already invested in this. This I'm, I'm invested. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm, I'm irritated. I'm slightly, I'm, I would, I'm agitated is probably the best word because I'm like, this shouldn't be so long. My fucking system sucks, and it's not her fault. It's not my fault. It's just technology at this moment is 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 it's like a crying. It's, I'm a salmon swimming up up river at this point. Right. So I popped the key in, and I'm like, okay, well this should take you. This shouldn't be too long. And it's like, well, it needs to do an update. And I'm like, oh, that's right. How long? Hour and a half. I'm like, ma'am, I cannot do this. I can't. I just can't. We. I'm. I'm not going to be open. We close in ten minutes. Like at this point, I'm like, you're just going to have to take the new system home. I'll keep system here, obviously, because you just traded it in. I'm not going to erase it or anything like that. Because what you're going to do is you're going to go home. You're going to update the system. You're going to put the game in, and and hopefully, according to everything that I've just read, the moment you start up Animal Crossing. All your information should already be there because we just uploaded. We just did the transfer. We did the transfer without the game, but that's not going to matter because I know how save data works. Yeah. You know, so she's like, so I, I could just take it home. And I'm like, she's like, what if it doesn't work? I'm like, well, ma'am, if it doesn't work, then we got a bigger problem. It means you're going to have to come back in tomorrow, and then we're going to have to try this process over again. We open up at 11. <laughs> like, in case <laughs> if I got to sit here for an hour and a half. I, and don't call like, me. Snap. <laughs> right, bring snacks, you know. And I, I didn't want her to come at eleven o'clock because I had I told this other Stacy calls them Becky's when they're young. They're they're too young to be Karens. Oh. Apparently, apparently they're they're Becky's. Okay. They're Karen Karens in training. Karens in training. Okay. <laughs> Kids, or whatever they're calling them. <laughs> so I told this this Becky. We open up at 11 a.m., and I expected her to be there at 11 a.m. to have me make all these shitty phone calls to Xbox. Oh, that okay. Right, that's right. Because I was, you know, like, I already set it up. I'm like, because my Saturday, like, the woman came Friday. This woman's been calling, this other woman's been calling two days with this Xbox thing to a point where I was, I got so frustrated. I was like, you know what? I dare you to show up at 11 o'clock on Saturday, and I'll make these phone calls for you. Like, kind of, you know, right. and I expected full force to her to be showing up, like, at 1030, waiting for me to raise that gate, waiting with all her phone numbers and shit. She didn't. Like I said, her man showed up, like, almost, like, half the, half, halfway through my shift. Like, obviously, it wasn't that important to him. Right. Um, 
And I was worried that this woman who was having problems with her switch or this transfer was going to be like, oh, my God, she's going to have a problem. It's going to have these two people waiting for me at 11 o'clock in the morning when I open up being problems. I'm like, I can't. I don't I don't have the patience for that. Like, I, uh, I can tolerate maybe a little bit and I can, you know, I'll bite back on the stats a little bit. But uh, maybe one at a time. I can't. But I gotta. I'm gonna get two barrels of this. No, no, no. I might. I would have. That would have been no problem. That would have been no brainer for me. I mean, I, I guess because I would be like, I would have start. I would have kicked off the the update on on her on her switch, and while the update was having, made those phone calls, you know, and then just like because that's what you're, you're basically gonna do is gonna sit there for an hour and a half waiting for that thing to update, you know. For yeah. I mean, it really would be like, okay, man, I'm gonna plug it in, do it, in, and go about your business, and you know, I'll see you in about an hour and a half, like set right. a timer. And I'm well, I'm handling it. It's just juggling. It's just spinning plates. Right. I can spin plates just fine. It doesn't mean I like doing it. Yeah, no, you know? nobody likes doing it. Especially when it's plates that spin in that aren't my fucking plates. Right. You know, like I gotta babysit this while I gotta bitch to somebody else about that. It's like, uh, come on, I just want. And I gotta do this big giant reset. It, again, it's making the store look different than it was like a week ago. Like whatever. Um, but I was like, look, man, with the the Animal Crossing issue, I was like, look, just. Call the store tomorrow. If it doesn't work, we got you know you're gonna have to come in. If it works, just call me. Let me know. Fortunately, Ed, it worked. It, it was. It, she called like about like like around noon. She's like, "Hi, this is so and so from last night." I'm like, "Oh yeah, I remember. How'd it go?" She's like, "I want to know everything worked perfectly." The moment I started Animal Crossing, you know, I got right, my island was there, and her island's called Fun Time. So in case she listens, she knows I'm talking about her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, oh, that's great! Like, I was, I was genuinely pleased when something works out for somebody because um, I don't like having, you know, I know how difficult it can be when you want something done and it doesn't work. So it was, it made me happy that not only did it work for her, but that that, you know, we took the proper steps because I was concerned that I did unpack all the information before we actually installed the game. In my heart of hearts, I knew that it wasn't going to be that big of a problem. But some people don't. If it's not. A, B, C, and if you do A, C, B, some people freak out mm -hmm. because they think that B should come before C, and I'm like, well, it doesn't matter. The, the steps don't matter because it's all there. Well, I don't say why. Then why Why are you doing that? Why, how come? Like, And it's like, I'm the professional. <laughs> take, take a step back. <laughs> let, me, let me do my job. Just... It, it, it. <laughs> <laughs> I do this. I do this for a living. <laughs> Screw things up, yes. You know, just kind of, you know, don't mind if you see me make this face. <laughs> like the, <laughs> the great teeth, like the flinch, like oh, I hope this doesn't explode in my face. <laughs> I'm a professional. Oh boy, oh boy, please work, please work, please work, please work, please work. <laughs> if, it, if, if it works, I look like a hero and a, a magician, and uh, oh, they'll be so happy. If I go, yeah, I just in, in, inside you're going, whoo, I pulled that out of my ass. <laughs> but I can't show that. I'll be like, yeah, yeah, sure, no problem on today's work. The moment they turn around, you're going, oh, my God, I can't believe that worked. I can't believe that worked. Holy crap, holy crap. That's every that's every day of my life. It's like you know you they, they, you know they oh you know this computer stuff. I'm like yeah okay sure. You sit probably like oh fuck like this is gonna be, this is gonna be a problem. And you and you you fix it and they're all like oh my god. And it's like yeah I know. And you're and they're at your head and like oh my god. I got it to work. I got it to work. 
you made it. It's like for me, it's like, oh my god, you made my son so happy. I can't believe. It. Thank you so much. What do you say to nice man? Thanks, Mister. Sure, no problem. And then the moment they walk out, you go, give me a second. I go go in the back, and you shut the bathroom door. And I'm like, oh, I can't believe that fucking worked. I'm like, oh, who knew? <laughs> I pulled it off. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Like, wow. And sometimes be like, Sean, did you know it was going to work? Not a clue. <laughs> Why'd you do it? No, I had to do something. <laughs> you look like you knew it. That's called acting. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, at least when we were in tech support on the phone, I can go, hold on for a sec and go, oh my God, oh my God, what the hell, what the hell? Freak out and then go, yeah, hi, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. I just had to look something up. Like, you know, <laughs> your professional voice. <laughs> How many times did I have to go like, yeah, sure, just give me a second. Let me go look something up. Hit, hit mute, slam the telephone on the desk a couple times, and then just go right, motherfucker, son of a bitch. What the? So, yeah, so I looked this up, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. they're just clueless. <laughs> oh, you're so nice, so refreshing. Yeah, sure, no problem. Give me one more second. Click, motherfucker, I'm going to kill this person. This person, oh my God, how do I tell them this person is just a complete fucking moron? That they shouldn't even be allowed alone around even a light switch. That's how bad they're fucking up. Holy crap. <laughs> Click. So, yeah, so I looked that up, and uh, I feel like, you know, all you have to do is just, you know, push that button right there. Is it plugged in? Uh, so yeah so the last 48 hours of my job the last two days of my job has just been like uh, had you know it was just stress 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 (laughs) um i did stacy and i did start watching a a new tv show on it's a it's a limited series on netflix okay um it's called Behind Her Eyes. Um, it's weird. It's it's not really weird. It's it's. Um, I'm only three episodes, four episodes in out of six. So I mean, there's some twists and some turns in it, but it's more like uh, you just go, okay, somebody's dead. Husband and wife are in this loveless marriage at this point. There's a girl who's sleeping with the husband, and but friends with the wife, and now it's all like with some weird shit going on with, you know, dreams and reality. And you're like, I don't, okay. It's, and I'm like I said, I'm only four episodes out of six. So now it's now all the craziness is going to start getting cranked up. So it's not bad, mm. but it's one of those shows where you start off and you go, oh, okay, what's going to go? And then you, you start going, <sighs> you know, when you're watching a show or you watching a movie and just, there's no redeeming qualities to any of the actor, any of the characters, so you just kind of go like, yeah, I don't give a fuck what happens to any of them. Like you're, don't act like the victim when you're half partly the blender for this. Like it's not like, come on, you t- you're the one who wanted to fuck him. So don't you 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 can't. You knew he was married. Not only did you know he's married, but you're hanging out with his wife as if er- your besties. And then you you have the right to act. You can't act the victim in that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like so whatever happens to you, I don't have very little i have very little sympathy for you unless it's like you know oh my god you know this happened because some obscure thing happened but i mean it's not like it's like it's tailor-made to kind of be like all right someone out of this threesome someone's gonna die you know and then someone's gonna it's gonna be like the secret and lies type thing and i'm like all right you know it's eh. <laughs> i i yeah i kind of both stacy and i kind of talk at the tv about that like push pause like i i can't believe that that seems like bullshit 
you know, one of those TV shows. Mm. Um, I did, I did watch a movie today. Um, okay. I, my sister was kind enough to tell me that she per she she subscribes to HBO Max. Okay. So, uh, she just signed up, so she was nice enough to go. Hey, you know, here here's all the information. Go have fun. Like kind of like you know what, what families do with Netflixes and Hulu's mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. So I'm like, okay. I was going to get it next week anyway after I got paid because, you know, I got the Kong and the Snyder Cut thing coming up. So mm-hmm. I figured, fuck it. Um, thanks. I'll... So I went through and I have some through my Roku. I've had some I think I'm having some issues with the apps. I want to try it through my Fire Stick. Um, but I watched um, The Little Things with Denzel Washington, um, Remy Malik, mm-hmm. and um, Jared Leto. What a piece of shit! <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's it's like a little over two hours, and it just feels like it's it wants to be like a poor man seven, uh, and there's no real payoff at the end. I, I'm I'm uh, it just halfway through the movie they introduce um, Denzel Washington's a cop from a small town you find out he goes back to LA to get some evidence he doesn't want to go because he used to he used to work for the department that he's going to visit um, and apparently there's Remy Malik is a current police officer trying to find a serial killer and no leads no nothing and this is kind of similar to something that Denzel was working on when he was in that department in California and it kind of ties into each other, so they they kind of work. They kind of work together. Mm-hmm. And I say kind of because there's ones to be like, oh, and it's also preferenced by starts off by saying it's it's this it takes place during 1990, so computers look old. There's no cell phones, so there's a lot of phone booths and and long way of doing things, mm-hmm. you know. And I under and understandably so in order to try to build up that like, oh, this person just left. How do you know where they're going to go? Because you know why? There's no phone to track them, or they can't call when they're in trouble. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's standard stuff. But about halfway through, they have a person who's a good who's a good suspect, and it's Jared Leto. And Jared Leto plays it really well and plays it kind of creepy. And you can kind of tell like, okay, he did it, and he's kind of fucking with Denzel. A little bit, mm-hmm. just a little bit, because Denzel's snooping around trying to get information on him, and it's not really working. He's Jared's character is kind of clean, kinda, you know. But everyone kind of feels like this is our guy, so it accumulates. It, it culminates in you know, like a a um, Denzel has to leave a car that they're Denzel and Malik are, are in the car, basically casing. Leto his house mm. and Denzel's like I need some do you think that that store down the street has battery watches why he needs battery watches at whatever fuck time, time of night is is beyond me um, and he's like do you want anything and he's like yeah give me some coffee he's like okay fine and, and then walks off but as he walk, you know he walks off and down the street then the phone outside of Leto's place then the phone booth is ringing so Malik, for whatever reason, gets out of the car to answer it, and it winds. And it's it's a moment in movie where you go, it wouldn't work because since Jared Leto doesn't have a phone, you think, okay, well maybe he's calling to kind of fuck with him a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But as Malik opens, picks up the phone, goes hello, you hear boo, and it's Jared Jared Leto standing in the street, 
I'm like, well, clearly he's not, he didn't call because you know why? There's no cell phones. Like, right. So it was just some random phone call that Dickhead decided to kind of answer. Like, you know, like some people just do that, answer, answer, you know, you never know. You answer a pay phone and it'd be like, I need help, quick, call the police. Like, you know, or you, you stumble into some sort of back, you stumble into some sort of low rent adventure movie. <laughs> you know? Um, so Leto tells Malik, you know, because again, I'll take you to where one of the bodies at, but you know, Denzel's uh, nowhere to be found because he's down the store. So there's like this big, like drawn out, like car, like not car chase, but like I'm going to follow him to the spot. But Denzel gets kind of claw lost, and it really does almost accumulate, uh, you know, sets up. And the reason why I say Poor Man Seven because it looks like the final scene in Seven is where this part of the movie was shot. Hmm. You know, because you have Jarrett Leto going, oh, I think I buried the girl over here. So he hands Malik a shovel and he has Malik digging and he goes like, oh, you know what? I'm sorry. I, I, you know what? I think it's over here. Like just, and so Malik is kind of an egotistical kind of jerk and he's, he goes over and starts shoveling again. And I'm like, clearly Jarrett Leto is pushing all your buttons because you're getting tired, but you're, you're too stubborn to say, fuck you. You, does you dig? you got to do it for whatever reason. And he let it was like, I'm going to, you know, it's a shame that you took your parent. Your, I, I, he's like, I got to let you know the secret. I've never killed anybody in my entire life. And you're like, you just kind of don't believe him. Mm. But you're not really sure. Cause there's, there really is no physical evidence to prove that he's the killer. Mm-hmm. Right. And he starts getting riling Malik up and you know how um, at the end of seven Brad Pitt shoots what's his face I think he shoots him no does he shoot him yeah he does shoot him mm. he does shoot um, Kevin Spacey at the end spoilers for seven well Malik what? does something kind of similar oh, except I, was, I was saving that movie it's been over 20 years and you <laughs> fucking ruined it for me thanks <laughs> sorry spoiler you know, um, the bad guy wins technically in seven. Yeah. In a way. Um, here, Malik, again, I'm just going to spoil this one too because I I'm, I feel like I want to save everybody two hours. Swings the shovel, hits Leto in the head, and winds up killing him. Right? No evidence. No nothing. There's not even a fucking body for him to go, yeah, I did it, and it was self-defense. Like, it, he cold-cocked him and wound up killing him. And I'm like... And that was probably the only time I got a reaction out of the movie because I was like, oh, huh, wow, I didn't see that coming. But the whole hour and 40 minutes, I'm just like, I don't, it's so slow and so draggy. There's like nothing. It, it's trying hard to be a, some psychological thriller and all it just winds up being is just boring <laughs> until that moment. And then, you know, Denzel finally catches up to him and he's like, yeah, I don't. And then Denzel you know, tells him like, you know, like, this is what you're going to do and basically helps him cover it up. You know, and the reason why he helps cover up because there's like these little flashbacks to what happened to Denzel during his time when he was working there, and he accidentally shoots a girl who could have led them to the a, a killer that was similar in the case, and they because he's a good cop, mm-hmm. you know. So, but that's what caused him to leave, and he never let it go because it was the little things about the case that made him always think about this girl and drove him to his break up his marriage to stop becoming a cop, you know, or going, leaving from LA to the small town, like mm. to where it was quieter. So, you know, and, and it was just, 
it was just these. I'm like, I'm like watching it. By the time I got done, I was like, <sighs> wow, I felt like that was a complete waste of time. Like, <laughs> and I literally got done it about a half hour, before, about 45 minutes before you started the show. Okay. So, yeah, because I watched it. I because it's it, if you have HBO Max today's it's in theaters and on HBO Max. But today's like February 28th, by the way, is the last day that you can watch it on HBO Max before they take it away. Hmm. And I'm like, oh well, you know, I really wanted to see that. Um, let me go, let me watch it because Stacy was taking a nap, and I was like, I got you know time to watch this. Sure, and I just felt like I'm like halfway through, I'm just going, oh, this is fucking. I'm like. I know I'm bored when I'm, sh- I'm shif- shifted in my seat. Mm-hmm. And I start reaching for my phone, and I'm like, okay, well, you know, I got to do, is there any, any new any new articles that are in the show that maybe last minute I might be able to add? Like, and in this movie, like I said, it's trying really hard to be a smart psychological thriller, and it just wound up just dragging. I'm not saying that the acting was horrible. I'm just saying the movie itself was just bleh. I was like, eh, yeah, all right, I can... I mean, outside of him getting whacked, you know, killing Jared Leto, like there was any, there was not even any proof that he actually was the killer. Like, hmm. so it's like this empty, like, like Malik just flat out committed murder, and Denzel helped cover it up. Told him, you know, because there's nobody else, there's no other witnesses. It's just the three of them, hmm. you know. Have and and Denzel leaves to go back to his small little town, and you know, but before he does that, he kind of makes it look like Leto's character packed up and left, you know. And it's just, I just, I watched it. I'm just like, oh, well, that seems like a waste. What else they got on HBO Max? And so, so I noticed that I didn't know that True TV was also owned by Warner Brothers. So I started watching Hack My Life, <laughs> which, <laughs> which Kevin Pereira. It's, it's a series that's like from 2015. It's like, hey, if you put tube socks on a toilet seat, it'll keep, keep your thighs warm. <laughs> is it hack or is it a whack? <laughs> 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 and I'm like, okay, well, I got, I got to watch like an episode and a half of that before, because I was, you know, we were a little late getting on, but <laughs> I was like, hey, right, well, it, that's, it is what it is. <laughs> oh, well, I'll watch that for a, a second or two, and <clears throat> you know, that was, that was it. Also, my, I did also finally finish Valhalla. Oh, okay. Um, a little over 160 hours. I saw there's probably one or two, th- a few things I probably could do, like, like um, I would say like extra trophies that I could pop, you know, if I wanted to. Um, and I say I think I'm done the game because I'll be honest, the ending kind of left me kind of empty. <laughs> Only, I mean, hear me out. It's not because I didn't think that the story. I thought the story was good, but I haven't seen any end credits. Oh, okay. So, I mean, I know it's going to sound like, well, why does that matter? That's how I truly know that I'm finished a game. Like, I don't mind going back like, after the end credits and be like, okay, fade back in, and I'm, I'm back where I'm at, and I can continue on, like, ad- adventuring or roaming. I don't, I don't mind that. Right. But I would like the option to, like, just go, oh, story's finished. Congratulations, Sean. <laughs> you did it. You know? It's over. Here's the credits. Right. <laughs> you can leave your theater seat now. Right, or at least go skip so I can just go, okay, I, I like the, this actual completion part of me that, that I don't I'm, I don't think I'm the only one that's going to say this and feel this way, that after I finish a video game, when I see those credits, I actually feel like I accomplished something, that I actually feel 
satisfied and and relieved and happy and proud about myself because I finished a game. Mm-hmm. Now, like I said, it might be it's it's the little things. <laughs> See what I did there? <laughs> um, <laughs> stupid. You know, it, didn't, it was an unintentional funny. Um, so, like, I finished it, and you know, it was like, okay, I, I finished the plot line, and then I got some questions about like the ending. And well, it's kind of that's what Assassin's Creed does. It leaves you with a little bit more some questions. You're like, oh, where, where are they going to do next? Because it leaves with this cool little cliffhanger, kind mm-hmm. of cliffhanger. And I'm like, all right, well, <clears throat> let me go back in and finish up a few other things. I, one of the things I needed to get was um, Thor's hammer because you're dealing with Vikings mm-hmm. and Norse mythology. There's an opportunity to get Thor's hammer, but in order to get in order to get Thor's hammer, you actually have to complete the entire game. And it makes me just feel like, well, what's the point of having that weapon at the end? I also snagged Excalibur. But Excalibur, you can pick up at, some, at any point in the game, if you're willing to just put the time in. Because you know, mm-hmm. it is really like you got to kill a certain amount of people. You have to go through these tombs to find these plaques. And then you find the, a place where you put those plaques. And then it unlocks Excalibur. And you get to you know pull Excalibur out of a stone. You know, so... It's like, you can do that, and I can, you know, like the last, you know, few, couple hours of the game, I was wielding, you know, Excalibur. Mm-hmm. But I was like, okay, well, in order to get Molnir, in order to get Molnir, you need Thor's, um, you need basically Thor's helmet, Thor's cloak, his armor, his gauntlets, his pants, and his shoes, like five pieces of armor. But you don't get Thor's cape until you kill all the ancients it's like 18 of them but you don't get to get to the last person until the very end of the game so it really is the last 10 minutes of the game is like okay I I, I, I do this I get my cloak I can then go to Norway grab Molnir what do you do oh you can just go wandering now but I mean I guess if you wanted to do some of the side quests you can with it I'm more of a I like to get all my side quests done so that way the last thing I'm doing in the game is the actual story. You know, so I just kind of feel like I got Molnir and I'm like, okay, what do I do? Yeah. Mm, let me just go look over, let me go look over this rock. Like, <laughs> let me go ride on my horse into the sunset and maybe find something to do and it's like, I don't, yeah, okay. <sighs> So I'm like, oh, okay, what next? I'm, I'm looking at my games like, well, I guess I can go to Immortal Phoenix Rising, back to that, or, you know, like, at least with Hitman, Hitman had end credits. I knew that. So I was like, <laughs> all right, awesome. You know, but how, and, I mean, I can hit, a, I can go to the credit options in the menu, and I could sit there and watch the credits, but I don't really want to watch the credits at all. I just want to see them pop up. You want to earn them. That's the, the like when they pop up when they're on or when it's done. You earn that. You've like right. that's like the, the right. you you earn that. There's like this calm that comes over me. It's like uh, oh, now I can just kind of sit here and just kind of mellow out while I'm watching these names of people whose names I can't pronounce. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know them personally. It's not like you know. Oh, my buddy Chuck. He was the you know art lead art designer on in Valhalla I'm not even waiting for that name I'm just like I just sit there and I go yeah I did it I did it I, I finished the whole game it was fun like I start you kind of reflect on the game itself at least mm-hmm. I do I don't know everybody else does you know and I'm, I'm denied that Ed 
<laughs> I don't want to push a credit button and go like, okay, now I can see credits of names I don't care about to kind of ponder about the game that I just played when I just did it right now with you. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I'm like, now I'm just like, okay, what am I going to move on to next? Um, okay, that, that was my weekend. How was yours? Well, you know, as as you know, I've been trying to do a new movie week uh, every week now, and uh, you've you've hit a lot of buttons actually that this movie has. It, 2015, because you said that was Hack My Life, the show came on. Okay. So you got to put that into the, into the, into the list. Uh, a terrible movie. Uh, with, a terrible movie? With, uh, with, the, with the little things. I didn't see the little, the, the, the little things. All right. Uh, but Thor's Hammer. <laughs> that was the, that's the other hint that you could say out of yeah. those three things that you could put together what this movie was. Okay, okay, okay. Thor's Hammer... Um, 2015. Uh, was it Thor's Dark World? No. Okay. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I think it was horrible. Let's see what else? Monier, Thor's Hammer. I don't know. I'm at a loss. What was it? <laughs> the movie. The movie. The movie has nothing really to do with Thor, but it has Thor's the star of Thor in the movie. Krems Helmsworth. The oh, movie. you saw Red Dawn. No. Oh. <laughs> I did see Red Dawn, but that's not the movie. And the movie was called Black Hat. This is a movie we passed uh, on many years ago due to the fact that it's like, yeah, we were like, yeah, muscular guy being, being. No, no, no real life hacker. No real life hacker looks that pretty. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) I'm going to save you all. If you've seen this movie, don't. <laughs> this was terrible. The thing that bothers me most is is that the director and producer of this movie was Michael Mann, and you're going, yeah, this is a miss for him. <laughs> this is truly a miss movie. The the beginning of the movie was so confusing, and it, like it, it never it never resolved itself. Like basically, because you you're thinking. They're going to dumb it down for you. They're going to explain certain things. And there, there was like one thing that they talked about that they explained. But the idea of the premise of this was is apparently Chris Helmsworth character, who's, who was uh, Nicholas Hathaway, and his like roommate, who was a Chinese, uh, from basically going to school to MIT, they were roommates together. They wrote this program that can, uh, it's a piece of mail there that can like break into any kind of system. And they did as a joke in MIT, and somebody used it, modified it, and then did a payload, and they were trying to figure out why. So it's just kind of like this, this psychological. Th- I could have shot psych- psychological thrill in there as well <laughs> with real things. But anyway, um, so the the two of them now, of course, Helmsworth's already in prison, so that's why you've, if you ever see the trailers, that's why right. you, you always see the prison scenes is because he was already in prison. So and his partner, I. I I'm going to see if I can find the name real quick here. I have it right here. It, he plays, It's well, the guy's name is Leon, Lee Hong Wang, and he's playing Jen, or Chen, sorry, Dawawa. And they, the thing is, they don't really give their names too much. So you really, other than other than Hathaway, the, the uh, 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 Chris Helmsworth character, you really don't know who, who these other people are in this movie. So... The the Chinese and because it's because a, a, a nuclear reactor blows up in in a foreign land I think in China or something like that and they now like the the government the the 
Chinese government is asking for help because they they know it's a hacker that did this, and the, that the the guy who was the the guy who pronounced it, I can't even pronounce it Lee Holmes character because I'm, I'm not even going to Chen I was going to say uh, wants their help and cooperation for this and of course the U S goes they didn't want to do it at first because they're like you know like they're going to get into our systems they're they're afraid that that's the reason why they want to partner up. And, you know, Viola Davis is in this, which which she did a really good job. I mean, I think she's probably the only actress that, that did a great job in this movie. <laughs> um, she plays an operative like a, 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 a I don't know. I don't know what branch of the government she plays into, but she's she goes, we got we got to do something, you know, because I, I, it, it's the first time they're reaching out for for help to be for a partnership. So they they do this. So that's the thing. So the first thing they do is they, he explains that this is a program that he wrote and somebody modified it, must've found online, modified and used it, but I need the architect who didn't. And of course that is Chris Helmsworth character. So he's in prison. So he decides to make his own terms cause they were just going to furlough him for a couple weeks. Like basically gave him a vacation and then he'll be right back in prison. So he goes, you want me out? You have to commute my sentence Maybe a free man if I get the guy, if I, if I find the guy. So now, like, they they partner up. You know, of course, they were roommates. They are friends and all. And they, at first, it's like a problem with him actually touching technology, Chris Helmsworth, because, you know, he's a, uh, you know, a imprisoned hacker. So they don't want him to touch technology. And you're going, well, I can't do it unless I have the technology in front of me, you know, kind right. of thing. So eventually that goes away, you know, so they, and they get close and they, they find like they, they call the bag man, which is the, the guy who gets, you know, transfers the information back and forth. And, and like some of it was interesting in that way, but like, like if you don't know, if you don't understand technology at all, like this, you'll be lost. Like this is not a thriller of a movie that you go, yeah, I can, I can follow along enough to understand this because some of the things that they're doing, you're like, it's like watching the fantastic, that new fantastic four movie. And they're sitting in front of screens. You have no idea what they're doing. Right. That's the, that's the idea of it, you know, kind of thing. And then finally they, they, they let you on on something and you're going, Oh, okay. They're, they're looking at bank accounts. Why? You don't know. Like they, like they, they don't lead you. They just, they get you to a point and you're going, Okay, I, I guess I should be kept up on this. And I'm thinking, I'm like, I know computers. And I'm like, I, I don't know what they're doing. Like, like you know, unless unless you're, you know, and then they flash screens and he's he's like on a Unix system and he's putting a root and he's putting all these like commands in. And you go, going, yeah, nobody, nobody other than Unix and Linux people only will know what what this guy's doing and if it's correct or not. Because I'm like, I don't even know. Because right. like, like, it's a flash. It's not even like you're, you're sitting on the screen for a good few minutes and going, okay, that's the command for this. And the, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like some of the commands right. I knew, I'm like, Oh, okay. I know that one. Oh, that makes sense. You know, like that kind of thing. But after a while, I'm like, I didn't really care. I was like, uh, you know what? They're, it's too fast now. I, I, <laughs> I can't, I can't keep up because he's, they're, they're typing in way too fast. And you know, you know, it's not him. Cause it's always like, you'd see his face and then you see the screen and it's like, and you could tell the way he's typing and the way the types, you know, the clicking sounds that you would get off a keyboard are two completely different things. Right. So it's, just, it's like, we'll fix it in post. We'll fix it in post. <laughs> like that kind of thing. Um, and then, of course, though, like midway through the movie, because, oh, that was the other thing, like the, his roommate's sister, she's apparently another tech, but she works in the private sector. And he goes, well, I need, I need, a, I need a network person I can trust. I don't know what she was supposed to do in this movie because she didn't do much like through the movie. <laughs> yeah. Like kind of thing until towards the end, because at one point 
and it's like you knew it was coming. Like it was that moment you you knew it was coming. I'm like I'm like I didn't even know it was Michael Mann until after the film, the credits start rolling. Like oh my god, Michael Mann directed this. Shame on yeah. him, you know. <laughs> but there was a point though. You kind of knew it was coming. There was a, a early in the movie that they showed the car. The guy throws an umbrella in the car. So one of the bad guys is standing outside, and he sees it. So he after they go in somewhere, he puts he puts a bomb under the car. You know, and you don't know if it's a bomb, but you think, you know, it's either a tracer or a bomb. They could track him, you know, kind of thing. So at, there's one point where there's this moment where the, the, uh, oh, the, the reason why, the reason why they were going to put the umbrella in the car and going into this restaurant, it was because, uh, Chris Helmsworth has to use this piece of software that caught him and it was called, it was called Black Widow and it's the NSA uses it to, track certain things and to, to use it to like like if it's a destroyed hard drive that they could take the pieces the fragments they have and create the missing pieces basically put the puzzle back together so to say to find this stuff so he they asked to use it and the NSA says no so he decides well I'm going to hack into it and use it you guys have to leave now of course now these are like I don't know CIA or something like that and of course they leave and it's just like yeah, I don't think that would have happened in real life. <laughs> like, like, I mean, I know it's a movie, but you're going. Yeah, I don't think one agency is going to go. Oh wait, you're not going to you're not going to use it. They can't let us use it. Oh, well, you're going to hack in. All right, we're going to leave. So we're we have deniability that you did this. You know, kind of thing. And of course, they found out the NSA finds out right away that that he did this. You know, kind of thing because he sends an email to somebody and Reese. Like this, this was it was just so ridiculous. You're going because he's because they, they he gets guy gets a phone call saying that. You know, to use it, and he, he says no, right? So, so Chris Helmsworth, like, well, what's his supervisor's name? And they they give him a name, and they go, all right, well, you guys got to leave. So he sends an email with a PDF to do like change the password protocol. And I'm thinking, if this guy is works for the NSA, he knows the protocol. Like, he doesn't need a PDF for this. So I'm like, all right, whatever. Things change or whatever, whatever, got anything. And he downloads it and he makes the change. But then soon after, they figure it out that that this key, Chris Helmsworth using the this uh, uh, thing, the the thing. So odds are, like he knew that this was going to happen because because there's that brief moment he looks at it, and he's he's about to download, and you, he sees the finger on the mouse key. You know, he's going to click it, and he's looking at it like, should I do it or shouldn't I do it? And he does it, and you're going, well, if you had reservations about this, odds are you knew it was wrong. But you did it anyway. So now, like, you allowed him to do this. It's like, it's just ridiculous. I was like, oh, man, it's just, I'm like, that's just stupid. And then after that, like like I said, like, they decide since he was, since the CIA, CIA asked to bring him now because, like, the government calls uh, Viola Davis's character and says, look, we got to, you got to bring him in. There's no questions. Like, he was, he, he broke his, he broke his, his probation He's got to come back in, blah, blah, blah. And she goes, okay. So now they're looking for him. Of course, he's now on the run because his buddy finds out and goes and texts his his uh, uh, his sister who who now they are dating. That's why that's why I was, I'm going around and around on this. I'm it was so it was so many different things going on. You're like I'm like I can't keep up. It's it was just ridiculous and it was just, it was just it was just terrible. But at the end, basically, he ends up getting the bad guy. And of course, he's on the run now with with the with the with the, uh, uh, his roommate's sister, because 
he, uh, they're, they're, you know, he can't go back basically. You know, so he takes like $74 million and like steals it from the bad guys and disappears with his, with his now girlfriend. And you're like, really? Like, that's how it ends. I'm like, like really wasn't a good ending at all. I'm, I'm like, I'm like the, the, the hero, the hero is now like a bad guy on the run. Like, it's like, yeah, no. But like I said, like, like, like I was hoping for some like computer stuff, like something interesting. No, not, not even, not even close. Like, it's like, yeah, we've seen these tropes before, you know, and yeah. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm like, well, it's 2015 that I see these tropes because these were guys who originated or did they, yeah, was it before that? And they're using it now, you know, and it's just too late, but either way, it was just, it was not worth your time. So it's over, it's, that's over two hours, hours of, of, uh, uh, and like I said, it's, 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 you have to follow it. Like with, you have to almost like take notes to follow everything that's going on. Because like I said, it was, there was so, the first half of it. You, I still wasn't, I'm still not sure. And like a lot of the characters, I didn't know their names. Like I'm looking, I'm like, I'm looking at the screen now here at these characters and who, like who the actors were and their names. And I'm thinking, I don't remember him, them calling that person at all. So I'm like, I'm like, it could have just been CI agent one and CI agent two. Like it wouldn't make a difference, you know? So, but anyway, (laughs) so that's, uh, that's pretty much it for me. I mean, yeah, I, I could complain about my job, but then it'd be like watching black hat. <laughs> Did you? Um, I'm assuming you also watch Wandavision. Of course, of course, yes. What'd you think? Um, you know what? Uh, I, uh, I, I, what? what see, when <laughs> you I, knew what I thought first, don't you? So no, no. So this, this is this is what I do because I have to wait for my wife because you know I, I've, you know, I've, I feel bad. So we watch it on Saturdays because that's when she wants to watch it. And like on Fridays, I'm like, I'm like, I really want to watch this. I'm like, and I'm like, of course, like, like if I know something and I give something away, she'll be mad, you know, and I'm not good at keeping my mouth shut. So I'm like, you know, so what I do is I actually spoil it for myself. I'll watch like a YouTube video on like the Easter eggs or whatever, you know, to kind of get the gist of the storyline. So I knew it was happening before I saw it. So I was like, oh, okay. And actually watching that actually... (laughs) Was was a little bit better than uh, the no 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 you know what I take that back the episode was fascinating I, I I enjoyed it because it really it really paints like like the timeline up until the point of basically what we saw happen like what what happened like kind of thing and I thought it was brilliant like you know, some some somebody I was talking to uh, said it was kind of like you know it was kind of boring or not really boring but it was just like it was predictable like you know it's it was like it's a clip show that they're putting in before the finale you know kind of thing and I'm like yeah but it was it was interesting to watch like it was it, yeah because Wait, no, no. that's the reason why the name of the episode was called previously on right because it's a flashback episode but it gave you a better understanding of Wanda's origin story. That's right. what it really was. You know, like it, it, I thought it was, I, I really probably was one of my, one of my favorite episodes of the season. Yeah. Because I felt like it was, it was interesting. You got to kind of see, and it also ultimately it quietly brought in mutants mm-hmm. because she, if she had this power from day one and the, Mind Stone amplified all that, then she was technically a mutant. Her willpower to, you know, not have the, you know, to, the 
missile explode, you know, all those things. It's like, okay, so she was a mutant all along. You know, and of course, you know, right when she's like, makes you a Scarlet Witch, I felt like I was, we got Leo DiCaprio pointing at the TV going, oh, she said it! <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh my God, she did, finally, someone calls it Scarlet Witch! Oh my goodness! Oh! <laughs> you know, and I liked how they kind of showed you, like, uh, I mean, clearly, the head of S.W.O.R.D. is... A, a lion jerk face because the clip he showed everybody made it look like Wanda broke in and stole Vision. Right. But clearly that wasn't the case. She broke. She broke in to kind of like you know like pay her respects in a way. Well, that's um, the thing. That's that. That's the thing that got me. That got me like going, "Hey, wait a minute. There's something a little off about this." Because basically, I guess we could spoil it at this point. I, I can we or? Yeah, yeah, I mean, sure it's why. been, you know, yeah. I mean, it's been by a couple time, days. By by... Time, right, by the time they get to uh, anybody who's, you know, some people probably out there going, well, I was going to wait for the whole show to be done so I could binge watch it. Whatever. I don't care. Then you know what? That's on you. <laughs> you can't go eight, nine fucking weeks without see, hearing one spoiler. And if we're, if uh, the one before the finale, if you got this far in, in, in watching, not watching it without spoiling it for yourself. Then you're a first time yeah, listener and welcome. Right, <laughs> this must be your first episode. Because guess what? We're gonna fuck it for you. So <laughs> if you don't want to, if you don't want to know about it, fast forward, skip a few minutes. So Ed, what were you gonna say? So the thing was, is that like there, because like that was the thing. Like watching the watching this the the Easter egg episode really kind of points things out, and you're going, hey, yeah, you know, because after I saw it, I'm like, now it makes sense. Because like at one point, she she basically builds vision out of. Uh, um, thin air, thin air, but like out of <laughs> out of out of a wanting or 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 uh, uh, right. Her her grief is what it really grief. Comes that's it. That's it's... what I was looking for. Right. So to add a grief, she builds basically the Westview uh, hex as it is. Builds vision out of this, but there was one scene where where they were tracking vision in the hex. Well, yes, I was going to bring that up. Okay, like, how do you? Yeah, I was like, super good. Keep going. So, like, so, well, I mean, basically, it just comes down to a question. It's like, well, how did, if if they were, because they were saying, like, by, they were tracking, like, the, by the vibranium that's in his body and all, and I'm like, well, how would, like, I guess she would create him as she knew him, so that would be, like, part of it, like. Uh, right, I would, I would assume that she created vibranium out of thin air. Thin air, right, and I'm, and I, but it just makes me go and, like, well, if if that's the case, then like 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 you know what I'm saying like why would they track him? Like was was he concerned that it was really gone? Because because that's that's the thing. Like when he said he bro- she broke in and stole Vision, I'm, I believed him because it was just like yeah, you know, it was like yeah, it makes sense. They're tracking him through the through the through their scanning systems or whatever they can do to to penetrate the hex to define him, and they're they're defi- they're tracking the 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 vision you know that that way and you're going okay like it makes all sense but then you go wait she didn't steal the body like then then how are you tracking him why are you tracking him like yeah like it 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 is it does pose a question because that's what i was gonna be like well if if she did create that vision out of thin air how could they have tracked them but unless they in my head i kind of okay this is where i filled in logic Mm -hmm. in in my head since she created one vision out of thin air she must have created the vibranium they know what his signature is like 
because they have vision in front of them. Mm-hmm. So they can fine tune whatever frequency that vibranium bounces off of or whatever. Maybe there's some sort of scientific thing like, oh, we can see Wanda, therefore we can see Vision because Vision's standing right next to her. So let's track him based upon his readings, what we see on on the on the what do you call it, the chart or the scan. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe there to me it was like it's it's one of those like oh can can I fill that logic gap myself? Yeah, I can, but I know there's people out there are going to be like, but you said this, you need to prove it. I, so I mean, I don't, I don't. I don't know. I thought it was interesting that you know, it was just them. I thought the, I thought the, um, Wanda and Vision scene, you know, between the two of them when they're in the Avengers Mansion, was very soft and sweet and very poignant and you know made you choke up a little bit. Mm. You know, I was like, oh, you know what? I never really thought of it that way. I guess that's 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 right there. That's good writing. Mm-hmm. Is the way I kind of feel about it. Um, I never heard it described in that manner. So because I never heard it, to me, it means good writing. They write good. You know, <laughs> um, I thought it was, I thought the whole thing was really good. It's like I said, it was one of my favorite episodes of the season because I felt like it, it gave you a backstory on Wanda. It gave you some, oh, like, okay, so this kind of filled in her origin story almost, <clears throat> you know, in, in, in some weird way it kind of retconned mutants too because of how she had this ability from day one that she was inherently born with this ability which in which in the witchcraft world is supposed to be a rare thing so you know I guess there's an inference called the Scarlet Witch like oh oh but what's weird is now it makes me go okay well then why was what's his face so so adamant about wanting to know if she went by any other code names like hmm. remember when he was like, is she like you know you got Iron Man, you got Cat. Does she have any like any like special funny names? You're like well, no. Like I don't. Did you just set that up, or did he know that she was already a Scarlet Witch? Hmm. You know because of the way he was poking around for that. You know like does she have any code names? It's like well why does it matter? She's Wanda. That's everyone calls her Wanda. Why does she need a special? She's not Iron Man. She's not the Incredible Hulk. She's not, you know, Thor's Thor. You know, but she was always just Wanda until to that episode where she's like, and I thought the the, the what do you call it? The aesthetic of her floating in air and the purple and the, the you know, having the kids on like these leashes around their neck. I thought that was kind of that was a striking image. Mm-hmm. But you know, in her full villainess, I don't even want to call her a villain. Because so far, I don't think she's really done anything bad per se. Like, I think she's been pushed. I think she was trying to push Wanda to find out more about her and be able to find out where her source of her magic was. Right. To be able to try to tap into it so she can leech for it for herself. But then when she finds out that, you know, it nothing, she didn't learn it from anyone. She's inherently born with this ability that makes her more valuable and more like, oh, my God fuck like like what happens now only problem I have with everything is her putting the kids in, in quote unquote mortal danger because at this point Wanda should know that she's created all this, this is a manifestation of her grief that the kids technically aren't real I mean and they might feel real to her but technically they're not you know in a way 
You know what I mean? Well, that, that's like, the thing. Like they, they. I think because this is this is based off the House of M story, which I have never read, so I I don't know much about it. But I was trying to find out information about it. But because like Agatha Harkness is actually not like the evil character. She she goes through like Scarlet Witch is more of a kind of like an advisor like type of thing, like it's somebody she talks to when there's like problems right. and all. That's I mean that's the impression I got from her. So it's like, oh, okay, like that that makes sense. Like, yeah, she's not technically the bad guy yet in this story, so we don't know if she if she's going to be or not. But then our kids that are they they were mani- like you said, they were manifestations of her grief, and that they point out that they weren't real. But eventually, they do become real characters because they do have a storyline. Sure, yeah. yeah, they are. There is they become part of the um, uh, like a young Avengers type group. Yeah. Um, Wiccan, Wiccan, and uh, Speedy. Not yeah. Speedy. Whatever, you know. Thanks, um, but yeah, I mean, they, they are in the Marvel universe. They do become something. Um, um, I mean, next week is supposed to be the finale. Mm-hmm. So I guess you know, we'll. I don't know if there's any more surprises. Apparently, so. Um, um here's my question. Okay, well, let's talk about the end because at the end you had the white. A white vision, mm-hmm. um, which is comic book accurate, because apparently there was a moment where Vision was all white, and it was stemmed upon um, them. Historically, Hank Pym created Vision, uh, created um, actually created Ultron, mm-hmm. and through Ultron, Vision was born. But Vision's mind was supposed to be that of a Captain um, Marvel, mm-hmm. you know, I think, and then. When it's like his brain waiver, his brain pattern, or some something that gave him his his emotional side, something happens and they have to rebuild Vision. But Captain Marvel doesn't. It's Wonder Man. I think it's Wonder Man. Wonder Man doesn't want to have his his consciousness re you know copied again. Mm-hmm. So Ultron is now white and he's cold and unfeeling and has all everything that made him Vision was gone. You know. And I kind of feel like that's that's the that's the path they're probably going to go in. That that Wanda and this version, her version of Vision, are going to have to fight this White Vision um, in the end because they still haven't. There's still not the scene where Vision goes, "We have to fight our. This is our home. We have to fight to protect it." Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, my question though is, do you think he's going to have Ultron's voice? <laughs> Oh man, that's gonna be a tough one. Um, no, I, I don't think so. I think it's. I think you're gonna hear uh, uh, Vision's voice, Paul, Paul Bentley. Paul okay. Bentley, but just not not a uh, like a, as as very cold as he can uh, uh, emote uh, in, okay. in, in it. That's. I mean, that'd be interesting though. I mean, that would that would that'd be creepy to hear though. I mean, that would be right because now because I mean let's face it that was because part of Ultron's consciousness is in Ultron. I mean, it is in Vision. You know, it was the soul stone that gave him, I mean, the mind stone that gave him, for lack of a better term, his soul. You know, but ultimately it was supposed to be an android that he was an upgraded version of Ultron. Mm-hmm. So if you take away the mind stone from Ultra, from, from Vision, isn't he just an, a new version of Ultron? True. You know, I, I mean, yeah, I mean. I mean I, again, that's me being like, you know. Um, um, internet, like you know, Ed. <laughs> well, the, the, I think it's gonna be different. Well, the, the I mean, thing, like I, 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 I think I, I don't think it's, I don't think so. The reason why, you know, because of the, 
um, uh, they're going to use the power source from that they got from the the Stark plane that they the the drone that they they did that fly into the hex um and and got the energy so i think they they're, they're going to use paul bettany's voice because it's partly the energy is from um uh, the scarlet witch so you're going to you're going to have like some like kind of uh, remnants of of uh vision that way so i think that's what you're going to have uh i thought like i said though i, I mean i would be interesting i i can't wait now to see if when he speaks it's like what voice are we getting like, you know that's going to be that's going to be fascinating i i'm 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 now even more in <laughs> than I was uh, a few minutes ago. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I was really I, I like the show a lot. I don't know if there's going to be a season two. I doubt it because if she's if they're rumoring her to be the big bad guy, you know, for the Doctor Strange two movie, uh, who knows? Um, right now, I just want I hope I hope it's a satisfying ending because I really enjoyed the entire show. Mm-hmm. So I would I'm not saying I don't think any episode was weak. I do think that there were some better episodes than others, but I do I did overall I like where the series was going. And I mm-hmm. know that after, you know, after this Friday, we have 2 weeks before um the Falcon and the Winter Soldier start. Yeah. So I'm like, "Woo-wee!" <laughs> Yeah. Oh, okay. So, uh, I think anything else uh, exciting happened to you this week? Well, I, I did. I did forget, and as we were talking, it, it did hit me that I did watch last week. You were talking about a documentary that was on Tubi. It was the Chris Claremont's X Men, and it was about the documentary of basically Chris Claremont writing fifteen years or seventeen years of uh, X Men from like the seventies right. to like the ninety almost nineties. You know when. Uh, uh, Jim Lee pretty much took over the the, the run after that uh, type of thing, and right. I, and I you know like I enjoyed that. I was uh, it was a really good uh, really good pick there for you. I I, uh, I, I liked the recommendation because um, it was it was it was it was good. I mean it was a uh, it, it, uh, put it. I mean it was just it was just that um, uh, yeah, uh, I mean if you really want to know like. Like certain things, like like it was it was interesting to to watch because of how like it was and like how like you know like like everything else like you know the the, the people that have the money you know don't want to spend the money unless it's they know they're going to make money and they're you know like they took right. a risk and and that worked out you know type of thing and you know uh, uh, and and they 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 kind of went on from there and and they they grew you know through the years and and how they developed and a lot of stories that we see basically in in film uh for the x-men are mostly or all i think if not uh, all but most of them are chris caramel stories that right. you're watching you know through the days of future past apocalypse the logan movie uh these were all like stories that he's written um that uh that I, th- you know, was like, wow, like, you know, like I knew he wrote like the Days of Future Past and Apocalypse and uh, uh, Phoenix, Dark Phoenix. So you, you know, I, I, I knew that because I, I've, I've, I was reading his stuff a while ago, like a time right. ago. So like I knew, like, oh, I know that story, you know, like, oh, okay, you know, 
and uh, but uh, it was just it was just interesting, you know. And it, and it's just like everything else. But but the thing that I thought that was interesting was I mentioned to you weeks ago about another documentary that I saw on YouTube about Image Comics. Um, right. I'm trying to remember the title of that. I think it's Image Revolution. Yes. Um, Ooh, look at me pulling that one out of my head. And, but the but what's funny was is that some of the the artists later in the series like Livefeld and I forget the other gentleman's name, if those interviews that you're watching with them, they're in that they're in that documentary because they're two of the creators that worked for Image Comics at one point. Right, because right, it was it was Jim Lee, um, Ty McFarlane, Rob Liefeld, and I always forget the last guy. I would say it's like Don Wilson or something that i know it's not but there was it, there's uh, they were like the rock stars of art because at comic books at one point in time wasn't about the story it was who was drawing them like the artist became the rock star but the artists also weren't getting paid rock star money um so they went and were like you know these five guys were like you know what fuck it we're going to create our own company and we're going to create our own products so that way we can reap the benefits out of being our own publishing group because they realized hey the real money's in publishing. It ain't in the art. It ain't in the writing. It's in the publishing part. So they're like, let's join forces, create our own publishing company, create our own characters, and we're just, you know, handing over fists, and we can create the stories. We can create the artwork. We can at least afford to hire better writers, people who are writers who might not want to work for DC or Marvel and want, like, a third option. Right. You know, right. So it's like, okay, and have the money because – when you say, oh, Todd McFarlane's creating his own thing, like right away, I bought Spawn because of Todd McFarlane. I didn't buy it for any other reasons other than him. Mm -hmm. You know, there's like the Wildcats things, the Savage Dragon comic book, uh, Witchblade. You know, there's just a whole lot of comics out there that are image properties that a lot of people don't know of because they go, oh, I, did, I thought that was a DC character. Or, well, no, it's like, Li like Rob Liefeld while he also created Deadpool, he also gave that Captain America barrel chest drawing that is horrible. Like, and he can't draw feet. It's a big joke. But mm -hmm. he went on and created, like, um, I think Gen 13, I think it might have been. Or there's certain... He... Wildcats, I think, was the one where the, he... That's why they had uh, the scatter... The... Uh, in Deadpool 2... Uh, I forget the guy's name. Shatterstar. Because mm -hmm. I think Shatterstar is another Liefeld creation that he made while he was on, in, under Image Comics. You know? So it was like, okay. Like, yeah, but those guys did work for Marvel or DC at one point in time. Right, right. And it, it, the there were seven people that created Image. Okay. It was Jim Lee, Rob Liefeld, Todd McFarlane, uh, Wallace Portaco. If, uh, I know I'm butchering some of these names. Uh, Jim okay. Valentino, Mark uh, Silvestri, and Eric Larson uh, were the okay. were the creators. But okay. Mark's Mark Silvestri and uh, Rob Bogfeld were in the in that thing. But if you if you saw the the both those documentaries, you'd be like, well, they must have just been like, yeah, I'm just gonna sit and do. Like I don't know if it was an interview that they were just talked at and they just cut out that interview parts. You know, I think because the background right. like the. The, the the hair and everything <laughs> like you going wait a minute like as, as soon as I saw that I'm like wait a minute uh, uh, that was in that other documentary you know uh, the well, the it, image it, one Everyone's Revolution it did look like they kind of piecemealed the the Chris Claremont one 
from other interviews. Um, interviews. So it felt like that was more like a, you know, for lack of a better term, a, a clip movie. But it, it painted its own narrative because it was like, okay, like someone probably asked him a question here, so we could take that question from from over here. But then someone also there's a, a question similar over here. We can marry the two of them together to make like a full story because there would be moments where he'd be talking, and he would cut to him wearing something completely different, and then cut back to what else he was saying. I was like, oh, that's it's a lot of copy and paste in there, but it was interesting. It wasn't my because I was never really an X Men fan the way you were. Mm-hmm. So to me, while it was like, okay, it's it's interesting, but as I say, my cup of tea, Ed would this everything this guy's wrote, Ed has read, so it might be more interesting for him than it would be for me. You know, and I'm glad I'm I'm thoroughly pleased that you liked it. Yeah, like I said it was it was it was it was especially the end, like like because you go because you, you you go at one point you go I, I think he's still alive, like like you know, and I and I I get it. I mean, like no, I thought he just recently passed away. Like within like the last couple months. Really. I think so. Now you keep talking. I'm gonna look it up. I'm, I'm looking up now. <laughs> Damn. Damn, because I swear I think we were seeing like something like like recently, like within like the no, before the end of still alive, still alive? seven years okay. old, seventy years old now. Yeah, so okay. seventy one this year. Maybe, maybe it was his birthday that that people were wishing him happy birthday or something. No, well, let's pass November. Yeah, November twenty fifth was his, uh, his birthday. It was, it was, then, then it was probably a thing. That's okay. Right. So anyway, but yeah. I'm, so, uh, but yeah, but I mean, it was it was, it, it was interesting to see because you you go. Where where are the where comics were at that time and where where they were going? It was just it was interesting because I mean there was a there was a huge explosion you know in the fifties uh, and sixties of comics and then like the seventies it just kind of tailored off like you know type of thing like and then so like he took over like seventy five and just just went with it and just just you know took off with X Men and you know he had a partner a writing partner they they took off and then that, that partner left and went on to, to another comic. I forget which comic he, he went to, but it was, it's, it's, it's like everything else. Like, like you, you, to me, it's like Chris Claremont doing it, the longevity of it. It's just amazing because of how. Right. Uh, Not a lot of writers get to be on a long, get to be on a, a long running series. Right. Because they'll, they'll do a story arc, you know, like it might last a year or two and then they move on to another project because that's what they're doing or they're doing similar ones but like like towards the end like you know like like the, the 90s like 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 because like marvel was in marvel was in trouble i mean there there was there was there's points in, in marvel's career you know in their career that we wouldn't have these movies today have i think the fans and 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 some of the um uh getting in the right positions at the right time because they were bankrupt at one point, you know, and, and they right, and yeah. they kind of sold off the comic books to somebody else, and like these suits were taking over, and all of a sudden like, there was this huge boom because somebody sold a 1960s Spider-Man for X amount of dollars, like another number one, and it was like hundreds of thousands of dollars, and people were running in investing in comic books, thinking I'm going to buy a, a comic book and it's going to be worth thousands of dollars in, in a matter of years you know kind of thing like i invest now this three dollars and 50 cent comic book at the time and it's going to be worth thousands of dollars because you know it's it's a comic book and you're going yeah it doesn't work that way you know like like <laughs> you know right. it, like they so they were printing more and more so the boom happened and then it just struck out and, and they were going bankrupt and they were having problems they, they didn't know what to do they were going to shut the doors and then 
if it wasn't for I think if it wasn't for Blade in the late nineties, like ninety seven, I think it was, you know, if that movie haven't came out and made radar you know, rated our movie and been the huge success that it was, uh, you know, I think Marvel would have died. You know, I think I don't think we've had right. a, a Captain America movie or Avengers movie or, you know, Iron Man or or uh, even X Men, you know, like comic, you know, like thing, because it was just it just would have died out. It would just would have uh, it would have would have uh, petered out and just they would have just disappeared because it was you know it they were they, that's how bad they were at one point in the, in the career. So it was just it was just interesting to watch the, that documentary because how you know things happen and all, and then of course the nineties revolution take over, and then you know that was like. You know, and like him and Jim Lee were not seeing eye to eye, and you're like, really, Chris Claremont and Jim Lee couldn't see eye to eye on X Men. You know, you're kind of <laughs> like that. Would you figure that would be the ultimate collaboration of both like the story and then this art is, you know, beautiful artwork that he does. You know, and you're going, yeah, they just it just didn't work. <laughs> it's just like, oh, okay. <laughs> so that's how 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 naive I am about the the comic book world. <laughs> So, but I, I highly recommend it. It's on it's on Tubi right now. Uh, if anybody has it, you can actually watch it online too. You don't have to have a Roku or yeah, uh, I, Fire I Stick. Think, um, uh, yeah, like I think that Chris, I saw it on Amazon Prime. Oh, you saw it on Prime? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, okay, I saw it on Tubi, so you can. <laughs> yeah, and I think the uh, image one's also on Prime as well. Um, so I, I, yeah, if you just look, search it out. I think those documentaries because they're older. I kind of feel like they are on like free to play services. Some will have commercial ads in them. Yeah, you know, like I think like the two B one, the Chris Claremont one probably had commercial ads in it. The one I watched didn't because it was from Amazon Prime. Yes, you know, or Amazon Prime is pretty good at linking shit together. So maybe yeah, who knows? Um, but it's out there. <laughs> we we recommend it. that's what we're Yes. <laughs> Was there anything else? No, that's it. That is it uh, for me. Uh, okay. Uh, well, then, Ed, what is coming out in video on demand? Oh, here we oh, go. Video, yeah, video games and Blu-ray. Blu-ray or movies? <laughs> movies and yeah. TV and, uh, and video games. Here we go. Monster Hunter is coming out this week on Blu-ray and 4K. Uh, this is Amelia Johanovich jo- uh, movie. I, I mean, I'm trying to figure if this is just was supposed to be released in the theaters and they didn't release it through the COVID, or this she's she's going she's going to go direct to video now. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm still kind of uh, 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 wor- worried about this. Okay, <laughs> but uh, it's actually on. Uh, 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 I think like Voodoo. I, I saw it uh, uh, for sale. Not for sale, but for, well, for sale for to buy, what? but not cheap. You know, full full price right now. So uh, what? Uh, Wonder Woman? No, Monster Hunter. Oh, Monster Hunter. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, all right. I'm. I'm. I'll probably. I do want to see it because I do like. I have played the game, but. I'm more of a Mila Jovovich fan, so... All right. There you go. Okay, what else? What else you got? Uh, Doctor Who, Revolution of Daleks. This is coming out on Blu-ray. This is the new Doctor, the female Doctor, um, uh, and, and uh, I think it's an arc, a story arc of theirs. So uh, if you want to catch that one. And then we have Zappa. This is an in-depth uh, look into the work, uh, uh, life and work of musician Frank Zappa. So if any Frank Zappa fans out there, there is I, I, saw the, I saw the trailer to this. It actually looked really, really interesting. So yeah, I mean, I, I, I like some of Zappos' work, some of the weird stuff he's done. So 
yeah. I might catch it. Uh, okay. So that's it for what we have for uh, uh, movies and uh, television and all. So let's move on to video games. And the first one is uh, Harvest Moon One World. It's developed by uh, Natsume and published by Rising Star Games for the Switch. And that will be on Tuesday the 2nd. Uh, then we have... Uh, uh, Matt, um, damn it, son of a, so some of these video games. I, I'm, I, see, I'm, I'm bad with certain words. I think it's, it's M A Q U E T T. Uh, maquette, maquette. Okay, maquette developed Maybe. by Graceful, uh, Decay and published by uh, Anna Puma Interactive for the PS5, PS4, and PC. And that'll be on the second of Tuesday, Tuesday the second. Then we have Neptuna uh, Virtual Stars, developed by Compile Heart and published by Idea Factory International for the PS4. Now will come come out on Tuesday the second. Then we have Yakuza Like a Dragon, developed by Ryu Guy Kotaku Studios. I probably butchered that. I don't care. And published by Sega for the PS5, and that will come out on Tuesday the second. Then we have at uh, oh, sec. Let me, I gotta lower my glasses on this one, kids. Uh, at uh, Nostrich DX, developed by Gust and published by Koi Temko for the PS4, Switch, and PC, and that'll be on the fourth, Friday, uh, Thursday, the fourth. Then we have um, Seal Nostru DX, developed by Gust and published by Koi Temko for the PS4, Switch, and PC. And that'll be on Thursday the 4th. So there's two different versions of the game. I don't, I don't know. So, but uh, okay. interesting. Uh, then we have Sea of Solitude, Director's Cut, developed by Joe Mai Games and published by Quantic Dream for the Switch. And that'll be on Thursday the 4th. And finally, Two Point Hospital, Jumbo Edition, developed by Two Point Studios and published by Sega for the PS4, Xbox One, and Switch, and that'll be on Friday the 5th. And there you go, kids. Alright. Okay, well, uh, let's see. I think I have some news here. Lay it on me. Alright. Alright, let me get to get to my, what do you call it, uh, my file of information. All right, Ed, let's go back a couple of days. Let's see. Nope. Master list. Nope. 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 Uh, nope. There's no. Uh, okay, Ed. Um, you played as uh, a toys as a child, right? Sure. Okay. Um, do you remember what, what were some of your favorite toys? Some of my favorite toys? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, depends on the age range, but uh, well, if, mean, you, okay, if you're looking for an action figure line, maybe perhaps? I'm not looking—not really an action figure line, more of a of a of a an icon in in toy history that has been voiced by a very famous comedian. <laughs> uh, yeah, you got me stumped on that one. <laughs> okay, uh, I'll give you a hint. He was in Toy Story. Famous comedian that was a Toy Story that's voiced by a famous comedian, and that you know is Don Rickles. Yes. Okay. 
and so Mr. Potato Head. Oh wait, wait. how we? Jeez, 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 jeez. I didn't think we. I didn't think we'd hit this one off running, but okay. <laughs> We're hitting the ground running with this one. <laughs> All right. So, Mr. Potato Head brand goes gender neutral, sort of. Sort of. Okay. Sort of. Okay. Because okay. when I first saw the headline, I thought, "What well, is he just going to be called Potato Head?" And are they just going to throw like everything in there? Like, are they just going to be like, okay, well, you can be Mr. He can be Mrs. It's not going to be, it's general, gender fluid, you know, as they say. Um, but Hasbro created confusion on Thursday when it removed the gender from its Mr. Potato Head brand, but not from the actual toy. Okay. Uh, Hasbro, uh, the company which has been making the potato shaped plastic toy for nearly 70 years. Wow. Announced Thursday morning that it was dropping Mr. from the brand in effort to make sure, and there's a quote, all feel welcome in the potato head world, end quote. <laughs> okay. I don't <laughs> I know there's a world, just, but all right. I mean, I guess so, because I believe there's Mr. Potato Head, there Mrs. Potato Head, they had kids, they're called spuds. Tots, sorry, tots. <laughs> I don't know why spuds. <laughs> tots, they're called tots, makes sense, you know. Um, so, <laughs> uh, of course, you know, social media went crazy about it. Um, later that afternoon, Hasbro clarified in a, tr- in a tweet that the Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head characters will still exist, but names and all, but the branding on the box will say Potato Head. So I guess, you know, if you bought Mrs. Potato Head on the box, it said, from Mr. Potato Head, I guess, Mrs. Potato Head. I, I there was a distinction. There was never a distinction on the box that it always said Mr. Potato as if that was the name of the brand. Um, while it announced today that Potato Head brand name and logos are dropping the Mr. I, oh, this is all full of puns, too, because it's from Hasbro. So <laughs> you're going to have to – I'm going to read it how they typed it out because I, I, I believe that it is worthy of the groans and eye rolls that are about to commence. Ready? Okay, okay from Hasbro. Hold that tot. <laughs> your main your main spud, Mr. Potato Head, isn't going anywhere. While it was announced today that the Potato Head brand name and logo are dropping the Mr., I am proud to confirm <laughs> that Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head aren't going anywhere and will remain Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head. I am. <laughs> okay, Popeye. <laughs> like, um, I am as I am as old as I am. Don't get your tots in a twist. <laughs> uh, 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 oh, boy. Man. Uh, um, so, yeah, I'm looking at the boxes, and it's Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head. They are like, it says Mr. Potato Head. Um, it's in different languages. Um but there's like 13 pieces and it just says Mr. Potato Head like at the bottom left side of the box Mrs. Potato Head's got Mrs. Potato Head in it but the actual brand itself it does say Potato Head with the P and the A and like have eyes in it and the arms like it's whatever I gotta be, I'll be honest I'm like really like this is this is <laughs> breaking news folks someone decided to change the name and take a Mr. away Oh, hold, hold, bat down the hatches, folks. We're going into DEFCON, whatever. So, basically, so basically, what you're saying is, is that 
the the the, the branding of the box is not Mr. Potato, it's just Potato Head, but there's still Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head right, characters. Right. So right. it's like it's not, yeah, I mean Mr. Potato Head still Mr. Potato Head, Mrs. Potato Head still named Mrs. Potato Head. They come with their appropriate outfits, you might say. It doesn't matter. If you want to mix and match, like if you want to put a dress on Mr. Potato Head, go do whatever, man. If you want to put a mustache on Mrs. Potato Head, that's fine too. Whatever, whatever kid suits your fancy, but you know you're not going to be not going to be like, Mom, I want to buy something for Mr. Potato Head because it's just, Mom, I want Potato Head. Okay. Okay. Well, which one do you want? Do you want Mr. or Mrs.? I don't care. I want Potato Head. Here's here's one. I didn't want that one, but yeah, I asked. Should, why should it matter? Why why are you giving Mr. Potato Head? Why are you giving Mrs. What do you say, Mom? She just does it matter? Give me potato head. Well, it, it's it's on the box. Do I get you the boy one or the girl one? Figure it out, mom. Then <laughs> 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 what, what it does is now now confused parents are gonna be like, fuck it and buy them both. Yeah. It's market genius marketing. <laughs> Someone in an office building is like, you know, parents nowadays are gonna be so confused whether or not they should buy a Mr. or Mrs. Potato Head. We're just going to call it Potato Head, and that way they're going to be forced to buy both. We double our profits. There you go. Genius. <laughs> That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard, but okay. I agree. Completely agree. Um, all right, Ed. Ready? Yes. Apparently, Emma Watson is reportedly retired from acting, and fans can't handle it. <laughs> see, see why I went with the Mr. Potato Head package, package one first? Because no one else can. <laughs> No, no one gives a shit. Um, <laughs> so, okay, so that's that's one. I found that one on Thursday at three forty, at Thursday at three thirty four p.m. I sent this one to myself because I'm like, oh my goodness, Emma Watson retiring at thirty. Why is she doing that? You know, why not? She probably's got fuck you money because of all all the Harry Potter films, Beauty and the Beast. She's probably she seems to be like one of the very few ones out of that entire cast of kids that made good sound investments. Right. She just looks it. Yeah. She looks smart. She looks like the kind of woman who's like, you know what? I'm gonna put this away for school or for whatever. When one day I might need it. Radcliffe probably made some good choices, but then you know it's like, well, fuck, I got fuck you money. I blew my you know order the phoenix money on buying myself a house because why not i'm fucking harry fucking potter but then i went and made some other movies that are also very popular i think ron, the kid who played ron weasley i think he's the one who probably went fuck if i only saved some money <laughs> I, you know, I mean, he's, got, he's got some hit tv shows back over in england but he hasn't really shined as brightly as the other two would say Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he according to Stacy, off in the background, she said he's apparently he's a dad now, but that's great. God bless him. Um, guy, you know, I mean, maybe again, I don't think any one of those kids are hurting for money. I don't think so. Like, I think that they're no matter what their faces, their their images, their likenesses, they're. I guarantee you, right now, one of them just got delivered a residual check. I just right now, with more than just pennies on the dollar. <clears throat> but that being said, apparently Emma Watson said someone said she was calling it quits, right? Then Friday at ten thirty eight AM, Emma Watson's manager reacts to rumors that she's retiring from acting. <laughs> apparently the manager was like, Wait, no one told me. Fuck, how do I get my ten percent? 
So apparently, <laughs> see, he's getting screwed out of the deal. That's what you're saying. So and he's like, her, her, what he called her representation was like, wait, what? She did what? Why she? My cash cow is 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 retiring. <laughs> Fuck. Who else we got? Well, we got Fritz the Clown over there. No one wants. No one wants him. Come on. We've got we Rupert. Got, <laughs> oh we, crap. We got, we got we got Rupert. Well, I mean, all right. I mean, he, he put some food in our belly, but uh, what happened to Neville? I heard he he grew up and got hot. What's he doing? Can we, can we still get him? You know, no. But we got some third string character actor that was in the back on a on a Hogwarts battle scene. Um, he we got him. He got we got him. Is he doing anything? Not really. He wasn't that good of an extra. He actually had like a watch on, and you know, if you can, he's he's now more infamous and famous because if you pause, you can see he's got he's staring right in the camera. <laughs> <laughs> that guy, that guy, man. Oh, that you know, like when you have all this shit just explosions around, there's always just one person just looking, just kind of off into the distance and not really paying much attention. Yeah, that's him. We got him, Bob. We got, we got Bob. <laughs> Bob Smith. Just, really? Uh, you got the Bob Smith. Yeah. Yeah. No one's really hiring the girls Bob afraid. Smith. Because people are afraid he's just going to look dim, dimlishly into the camera. You know? Like, and and, and he, he tends, if you watch real close, he kind of leans into frame two. Like, he knows. Like, he's, he's that extra that wants to be in every shot when he's in the background. So he'll find ways to draw attention like look 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 he's he's drinking coffee in that in that scene and from a thermos only kid in the entire fucking it's a gym gymnasium and he's back there in, in swim trunks no one stopped him i don't know why apparently he had it under his cloak and that's the story and they no one was paying any attention and right before they yelled action he dropped the cloak see because he was sitting on the floor in the shot <laughs> like, like yeah Bob Smith, uber, uber distracting. Yeah, we got him. What's he worth? Not nothing, nothing. In fact, when we, you know, we pay people to try to put him in movies and they ain't having it. <laughs> <laughs> well, the article goes on to the first article. It's like Sid Sid. Now this is from Movie Web, so right away I was like, well, obviously, no wonder why you're wrong. Um, the thirty-year-old, she's thirty, by the way. The 30-year-old Harry Potter franchise stars is not taking on any new roles for the foreseeable future. Uh, this is, again, this is the article that I got Thursday morning. According to the 30-year-old Harry Potter star's agent, <laughs> she is currently dormant from her career. In addition, it said that Watson will not be taking on any new roles for the foreseeable future. As whether or not Watson returns to the screen or stage in the future, it's unclear, but it's believed that she wants to spend more time with her rumored fiancé, Leo, Leo Robinson, in Los Angeles, though that has not been fully, been officially confirmed at this time. Fans of the actress are not taking the news, fans of the actress are not taking the news well on social media. <laughs> so... <laughs> So that was Thursday. So clearly everyone had a fucking meltdown because Hermione decided to have a life. You know, uh, God forbid she actually tries to find her own little slice of happiness and maybe settle down and get married and have, you know, fall in love and actually try to be a real person. No, somebody's going, no, some some frizzy haired girl is like, but Hermione is my favorite character. She can't leave. 
no, if she retires from acting, how will I ever get on with my life? You know? Um, well, that's the thing. Like, 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 how long? How long will a thirty-year-old? I mean, like, yeah, she she probably got like fuck you money and, and like you know, and she's probably going forever. But like, how long really will you go before you know you, um, uh, you know? Because it's like, let's face it. Like, actors. The main reason why actors and actresses are out there doing their thing is because it's relevant. They would. They want to be. They want to be that. Like you know. Um, you know, out in that limelight, they, they, you know, they, they love people talking about them, you know, it's like, and like, sure. you know, so that's, that's why I think like, you know, like, like, she's like, I've done it all. I'm, it's over. I'm 30. And I, you know, if I've successful in multiple things and, you know, I, you know, and I got a modeling career and I can do this and I can do that. And, you know, I want to start a family and then they, she starts a family. She goes, yeah, what the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> like, this is terrible. Right. <laughs> I, I, it's just, it's, I want to do something with my life. I want to go to school. I want to do this. No, you can't because my life is more important. You entertained me, so therefore you can't have you can't have a normal life anymore. Like I does she need to really I kind of feel like there are certain actors they get lucky in the very beginning and if they live if they make good choices, they can live off of that and and retire off of that. Like I'm going to for example when was the last time you actually saw Jerry Seinfeld do anything? You know, he gets to do what he wants to do. Why? Because he's made his money on the Seinfeld show. Look at the gang from Friends. I don't... They do odds and ends <laughs> little jobs, but I don't know if they really have to worry about real money. All right. Any- uh, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm going to stop you right there. <laughs> I'm gonna stop right there. They were some bad examples because because Jerry Seinfeld schlocked out a, a Netflix special last year, I think it was. So, and he says, "If you were me, would you really hawk another one?" <laughs> so odds are he needed the money. And then let's 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 talk about the cast of Friends while we're at it. <laughs> I mean, Schwimmer did some kind of show on TNT that went nowhere, got canceled. Joey is trying his hardest after he got his own spinoff after the Friends, and that got canceled because he ended up now he's got like Man with a Plan on CBS or something like that. I think it is. Right, called. yeah, it's all, yeah, it's also on Netflix. It gets you know, streamed through Netflix he, too. he was he was doing for a while the uh, the the uh, what was that called that show called it was on B- BBC America or it uh, a, episodes. No, no, no. That was that was at HBO or Showtime or something like that. He was oh, doing okay. a he, there was a show uh, where these three guys would talk about cars on um, uh, oh, Top Gear. Uh, Okay, gotcha. And he ended up taking over the show. The the three of them, one of them got fired uh, for for beating up one of the producers because he was hungry, yeah. and they, you know, blah blah blah. So they have a grand tour on Amazon Prime or something like that. The three of them. So he ended up taking over Top Gear on BBC America because he did an episode and he talked about cars, and they thought like, yeah, we'll get we'll get Joey from Friends, <laughs> yeah, okay, thing. And Matthew Perry, he, I don't, is he still doing the Odd Couple? Like, I haven't seen that in a while, so I don't know if that got canceled and that disappeared because of the whole COVID thing or, or what. <laughs> and uh, uh, Jennifer Aniston, 
I mean, her her career, uh, yeah, like she's done a lot of romantic comedies, <laughs> and she can't get out of that for some reason. And yeah, but is is that more because they need the money, or because they just want to keep acting? I, I mean, I don't know. They were they were making a lot of money, apparently. Like, I remember towards the end, like, everything else. Like, they make so much an episode, and all of a sudden, uh, like... They, they, they were rumored at one... Not rumored, it's a fact. They all got together, and they were, at one point, making a million dollars an episode. That's 24... At least $22 million a year for that show. And that was at season seven, I think, is when or when they got the $1 million a pop each. And that last still this, and then they lasted for another five more years. Three, three more years. Fine. Jeez, I'm sorry. So fine. Twenty. Just let's round it down to twenty million dollars for the next three years. That's 16. again, if you write sixty million dollars to be on a TV show, maybe they don't need the. You know, maybe if you see Jennifer Aniston in, you know, Meet the Fockers seventy five. Like maybe it's because she just wants to work with those people, not because she's well, scraping money. <laughs> she she's doing an Apple show that that Apple the Good Morning Show, whatever that that right. she you know she plays the agent act uh, anchor or something like that, and the new new up and comers you know type of thing. She's going through that kind of power struggle type of thing, so she's doing that show. Uh, Courtney Cox was doing that show on uh, TBS uh, for a while. Cougar, then, uh, Cougar Town. Cougar Town. <laughs> And and Phoebe, who knows what happened to Phoebe? <laughs> well, she she did she has like a, she's on a show well was on a show called The Comeback, which was about like an aging an actress who it's basically a, a spoof of her own life in a way like oh I was on a number one show rated show for so long now I'm trying to get back into business and it, the struggles of trying to do that like how do you determine like it's 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 kind of like the idea of. Um, like oh everyone knows me as this character so all the roles I'm getting are based upon this character like sometimes I go in for a job interview and it's just because they want to meet the actress who played Phoebe right <laughs> um, okay fine so maybe they weren't the best examples <laughs> still the point is they probably have a few money yeah. I'm sure Emma Watson can go you know what I think I could take as much time as I want to you know why because I'm Harmony fucking Granger <laughs> You know, like maybe she, she made good choices where she can go, you know what? I don't have to act anymore. You know why? Because I made all my money. I'm done. I can now live comfortably in the lifestyle that I'm accustomed to based upon the choices that I have made. She'll you be know? back. And then <laughs> they all not, leave, but they all come if back. You don't, if you don't like it, you can uh, vada kedavra my ass. You know, <laughs> however... The person that she apparently should have should have told was her manager, not her agent. Because the next day, her manager was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! You did what?" You know. And the next day, it was like, despite rumors, Emma Watson is not retiring. Um, this is from Entertainment Online, by the way. So I kind of more of a reputable source. Okay. Movie web. <laughs> um, Harry Potter star. Uh, uh, the Harry Potter star has kept a low profile low profile over the last few years and hasn't posted on social media since June of last year. But according to Jason Weinberg, Watson's manager at Untitled Entertainment, that doesn't mean she's retired from acting. This is a quote. Emma's social media accounts are dormant, but her career isn't, he said in a statement to Entertainment <laughs> Weekly. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, I need to get paid, so I'm making sure she's having a job. <laughs> 
<laughs> because while she's got fuck you money, I have I need rent money. Because <laughs> 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 if she's retiring, I'm out of a job. <laughs> <laughs> She's eating caviar. I'm eating ramen. You know, <laughs> my tempers. My that that fifteen ten percent I'm making off of her is making my car payment, and that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> now, just for for argument's sake, well, she hasn't been on screen since 2019's Little Women. Um, that doesn't mean she isn't planning on making a return. Over the last year, Watson has been busy lending her voice to political issues, including police brutality, women's equality, and the rights for transgender community. She's actually doing real hero work. She's been trying to be out there and using her face and her image and probably a little bit of her money to try to make the world a better place. And people want to lose her shit about that? Like, oh, she's not going to Hermione anymore? She's not going to be acting? I can't pay $15 that she ain't going to see any of to, you know, and pay hundreds of dollars in concession stand so I could see her go fly on a broom maybe one day again <laughs> yeah, fuck her political views <laughs> I, I, I want to see the Hermione Granger Harry Potter spinoff movie <laughs> Bippity Boppity Bitch by Hermione Granger Bippity <laughs> like, Boppity Bitch the tell-all book. <laughs> the tell-all book from Harmony Granger. It's the exact Harry Potter story, except told from her perspective, and it is and it always starts off with these fucking idiots did this this week, and they needed my help. <laughs> they both who have been dead ten times over if it wasn't for me and my skills as a witch. <laughs> Bitch, please. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone more it's like no Hermione Granger saving your ass <laughs> like <laughs> Idgets <laughs> book two <laughs> prisoner of Azkaban no bitch this is how I turn back time to save all our asses <laughs> you know uh Order of the Phoenix, more like Hermione Granger and falls in love with a plucky comic relief. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) So, she, she's, it's, it's all rumor, she's not retiring. So, she's just, she's just laying dormant. Just, you know, she's, she's doing her own thing. So her agent gets another job. Gets her another job. I need another, I need another Hermione Granger stat, quick. I need, I need to start of that caliber. If not, I'm uh, I'm not going to do help. <laughs> uh, let's see what else I got here in the world of news, Ed. Um, let's see. Okay, so um, let's talk Wandavision. Let's talk Wandavision. Uh, apparently, Kevin Feige reveals why they replaced Aaron Taylor T- Johnson's Quicksilver with Evan Peters. For those people who know that there's, you know, this, this Evan Peters is the Quicksilver of the Fox universe, and it was quite a surprise to see him at the door when they did the episode. Um, I'm going to look here. Where's the quote? 
Kevin Feige said that uh, the decision to bring Peters in rather than Taylor Johnson happened pretty early in the development process and then explained that it was all part of how, quote, certain people are messing with Wanda. Um, and again, this was a couple weeks ago, so it has, you know, I don't think it was, I don't think it was mentioned that uh, Agatha was, it was Agatha all along yet. Um, there's a quote. That's one of the fun things about developing these things for blue sky uh, or blue skying it in the rooms, uh, Feige said via to the wrap. Uh, my favorite part of the process is always the very, very beginning when we're figuring out what something could be and at the very, very end when we're refining it and putting it out into the world. So there were all sorts of discussions, but I believe we ended up going on with what you saw relatively early on in the developing process. It's just another way that certain people were messing around with Wanda. Um, of course, that week's breaking the fourth wall, the seventh episode of the series revealed that someone was indeed messing with Wanda and using Petro to do so. Uh, the episode Agnes revealed herself to be Agatha, and the montage showed viewers that had been Agatha all along, including the catchy theme song, a theme song that has spawned many creative fan covers and remixes, by the way. Huh. And of course, there's plenty of theories still suggesting that Agatha not be, might not be the big bad of WandaVision. Um, there's still plenty of theories that suggest that Mephisto or Nightmare could still be behind it all, and that some theories that Quicksilver might actually be Shaitan, I don't know who that is. Fans just have to wait for the last two episodes to find out. Of course, this was before. This was for episode seven. So mm. there's that, Ed. So that's why. It was just a decision to do, just to be like, hey, wouldn't it be great if we just kind of fuck with her a little bit? Um, let's see. All right, Ed. I don't know. This, this, I'm going to talk about this article because then I found an article. Because Stacey and I were talking about this article on the way home today. Rumor has it that Amber Heard got fired from Aquaman 2 because she didn't, because she got chunky. So, <laughs> let, me, let me rephrase that. Apparently, they supposedly let her go due to her contract breaching of not being, not passing the physical required to be a part of the role. Okay. Okay. So, she, that's what the article claimed. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like it better. She's too. She was too chunky for the role. On uh, today, rumors swirled on the internet that had heard had been fired from a role as Mira in the upcoming sequel to Aquaman, with an unverified with the unverified reports indicating that the actor actress has not met physical requirements for the role. However, the Hollywood Reporter's Ryan Parker later took to social media to note that he'd been told by a reliable source that Heard has not off is not off Aquaman 2. Right in the reports of her firing were inaccurate. No additional details were provided. Um, the most recent rumor about her status on the film isn't the first time. It's been speculated that she's been replaced on the that she has been replaced on the project amid Heard's ongoing legal battle with ex-husband Johnny Depp. There's been social media campaigns for her to be removed from the film, which calls for her firing ramping up after it was announced that last November that Depp was stepping down from the role as Grindelwald in the Fantastic Beach franchise. Uh, Mads Mikkelsen has, has been cast since Grindelwald. You know, so... <sighs> Again, uh, here you go. This is by Ryan... By from This is a tweet from The Ryan Parker. Told by a reliable source that reports of Amber Heard being fired off Aquaman two is inaccurate are inaccurate. So there you go, Ed. Rumors she was fired, not fired. 
Who knows? <laughs> I, I, uh, I, you know, it's. I really don't know what to say about it. I mean, like, uh, I mean, a whole cast of Aquaman. No. <laughs> hey. <laughs> no, I'm, uh, well, I mean, I, there was bigger DC news. I thought you would have, would have saw, like, I, maybe you didn't. Uh, uh, you, you, well, again, I'm not done with my articles. Ed. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I was, I, I do have another article and this was also mentioned, I believe a Friday. Yes. Um, yes, Friday. That they're rebooting Spider-Man. Spider-Man. They're rebooting <laughs> Superman, apparently, with J.J. Abrams on board. Is that the article? It's <laughs> the article. Okay, you're just making sure that I'm uh, that I that I have I've I've, I've, I've recalled attained the level of. Oh, Sean did see that article. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, yes. Apparently, um, Superman is Superman. Move. Okay. Now I want just. Okay. Let's just go on record by saying this is from comicbook.com I got the article from. Okay. Um, well, here's the thing. I saw multiple sources on this one on I Friday. So, because uh, the internet shit themselves this one, this one. Right. Because, again, the internet exploded because, you know, why? Because bitches. That's why. Right. Um, apparently, Superman movie reboot coming to coming from Ty Nisi, I, I know, Coates and J.J. Abrams. Um, just days after the premiere of Superman Lois did huge numbers for CW um, it, it's finally official J.J. Abrams is working on a new Superman movie after years of rumors to that effect Warner Media has finally made it official as Abrams will produce a new Superman feature written by best-selling author and comic book writer Tanishi Coates I know I'm screwing up that name it is not immediately clear whether Henry Cavill will return the reprise role of Superman movie although his initial statement suggests the movie will be a shared continuity of DC film universe known as a, the DC extended universe. Um, so that to start off with, but Coates is well known for his essay books and comic documenting the African-American experience, which may lead some fans to suspect those rumors about Michael B. Jordan led Superman movie could come back in the play. Um, that's big, but not an unreasonable step leap to make. That was this article. Um, and I followed it up with a, another article two days ago. J.J. Uh, Abrams' new Superman reboot confirmed to tell a black Superman story. Um, earlier today, it was announced that J.J. Abrams were producing a Superman reboot for Warner Brothers. Uh, the initial report from Deadline, it said Henry Cavill is eager, eager to get back into the cape, which seemed to cause some confusion as it made it seem that Cavill will be reprising his role in the film. Well, that's not the case. Uh, THR, which is the Hollywood Reporter, has confirmed that the new project is being set up as a black Superman story. So I wish they wouldn't just do it a black Superman. I'd just say a person of color Superman movie. It just it just seems very like it just seems very like baity. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, some fans speculated that this might be the case. You're right. You're absolutely right. It's very baby. It's like it's, it's, it's like, very you, like baby. When you say black Superman, the, instead of just saying they're going with the person of color, color. Superman, like it just it just makes it like oh, oh no, like this will this will stir up some controversy, so we'll get some clicks out of it. Um, and see, it also says that Michael B. Jordan tried to develop a black Superman project when it first arrived at the studios with his deal in. 2019, but nothing happened with it. However, it's possible the studio could return to him to star in the role. Uh, since it was made, 
since the announcement was made, Coates in a statement to Shadow and Axe saying, uh, quote, to be invited into the DC Extended Universe by Warner Brothers DC Films and Bad Robot is an honor. I look forward to meaningfully adding to the legacy of America's most iconic mythic hero. Abrams added, quote, there is a new, par- new, and there is a new powerful and moving Superman story yet to be told. We couldn't be more thrilled to be working with, with the brilliant Mr. Coates to help bring that story to the big screen, and we're beyond thankful to the team at Warner Brothers for the opportunity. Obviously, no details, um, but here's here's for those people who don't know, there is a person of color, Superman. And I, I, ref, I was trying to explain to Stacey, he's not African-American. He's, he is of black color, darker skin color tone, but that's because he's an alien race. That's the color of his skin. Yeah. Um, but here it is. It's, can we look at it? It's uh, Kal-El, but it's a different... It's Kal-El, I think it is, from Earth-23, a.k.a. Calvin Ellis, um, his version of Superman to the big screen. Born to Jorel and Lara in the science capital on... Vahalo Island on Krypton, baby Cal Khalil was sent to Earth to escape his homeworld's destruction. He was found and raised by a human couple. As an adult, he operates as Superman while also serving as President of the United States on Earth 23. Uh, we'll just have to wait and see what happens. We could create a whole new version of Superman for the movie. Um, so there is there's a couple of different people of color. That one, I guess, makes the most seems to be the most um, common one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm going to unfortunately have to type in Black Superman and I hate having to do that. Because that's, <laughs> that's, that's the only way that they're going to fucking... You know, <laughs> it's the only way you're going to find it. It's basically not going to put a person of color Superman. <laughs> yeah, okay, there is the Calvin Ellis... Um, that is that. That's the character everyone said he debuted in March of 2009 during Final Crisis number seven. Um, there was see, let's see. But, but, but he operates in the White House, where Brainiac serves as his personal computer, and even covers for him when he does his duty as Superman. Um, it's he's from the New Fifty Two. Let's see. There's trying to think. Do, do, do. There was previously another black Superman in Legends of DC Universe Crisis on Infinite Earths back in February 1999. This version lives on Earth D, which features a more ethnically diverse version of several Earth 1 heroes, such as an Asian Flash and American Indian Green Arrow. Um, That still seems like pandering, if you ask me, but all right. Um, uh, The Earth Ds here have never experienced major, major tragedies in their lives. It was a combination of modern multicultural sensibilities combined with Silver Age style innocence. Uh, Grant Morrison himself created an earlier similar character, Sunshine Superman, in a nineteen in a 1990 issue of Animal Man. Uh, so, I mean, historically, there has been uh, from Earth Two. It's Val Zod is his name. Um, I, that's the one I thought most people would be coming from. He's from Earth Two, main alias. Superman, other aliases, the Kryptonian. Um, let's see. Valzad is one of the last Kryptonians of his universe and the second to use the mantle of Superman. Again, uh, through his trip, Val was educated by his parents with knowledge recording capsule 
Falling to Earth, he was found by Terry Sloan, who offered him asylum to, to quote-unquote, protect him from the outside world, becoming a recluse. While the time he was captured, he helped Sloan uh, developing the Firebirds. Uh, Rise of Superman, he was then found by the New Wonders, who were looking for a mysterious alien to fight a brainwashed Superman, and they discovered that he, too, was Kryptonian, suffering a panic attack after being free. Val revealed that he spent most of his life on a capsule, thus he was afraid of open spaces. So Lois told him that it was okay to be afraid of that. Being a Kryptonian, he could do something to help everyone. Huh. So, um, all right. He was also in World's End, the World's End storyline. So, I mean, there's a couple of, there's a couple of darker skin. I mean, I, there's a person of color Superman in DC comic book history for, for quite some time. So, I, personally, I don't give a shit. Again, it's one of those things where it's like, as long as the story's good and you know as long as the acting is good i'm all for it you know well i'm 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 gonna be ignorant because i'm not gonna remember the person of color superman um but uh uh basically i don't care either i i i'm i'm more i'm more nervous about jg abrams doing this <laughs> than you know, there's just gonna be some lens flares there's gonna be, you know maybe the beastie boys music will be playing in the background somewhere <laughs> so, so i mean you know like there's you know there's there's certain things it's just like you know i'm, I'm like i'm like ah, black superman whatever the re first off you're the rebooting superman i mean at this point i'm like and why but i'm like all right whatever i i think that there i think people are using reboot in the wrong term i think that they like it's like saying that joaquin phoenix was a reboot of joker he wasn't he was just a different version that that joaquin phoenix joker i don't think is going to pop up anywhere else i think that was a one-off you might get a uh, maybe a sequel in that universe mm. i don't know if you ever see that that joker i don't know i just i feel like Oh, I th- I think that was it because I don't I don't think Joaquin does like sequels like uh, that was like him and uh, 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 I can't think of the actor's name who played Red Skull. That's right why he wasn't in the uh, the last Avengers movie, the one Avengers movies because right he, he you know he he just he didn't want to reprise his role. He just it's just, just a one off and that's like Joaquin's right. the same thing. It's just like a one off role and that's it. And he moves on to the next project because <clears throat> he wants to be tied down to all these different. Uh, um, uh, multi-deal you know type of thing and then tighten down you know like i i which i don't get but whatever you know but that's the that's the thing like like i don't i don't like when like i knew that wasn't the real like that was just like a one-off joke or that was just a story that they wanted to tell and that that was it you know and then they just moved on from there and it's not going to be in the you know dc universe of of villains you know and and you know you're going to see joaquin you know over and over again um, but the, uh, um, I just, I, you know, it's like, like I thought Henry Cavill did a good job, you know, kind of thing. I just, you know, uh, um, he just, uh, was, was one word I'm looking for. He's just, uh, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, let me, let me go back to, uh, uh, it got lost in the sound of his own voice. That's <laughs> exactly it. <laughs> you're sitting here talking. You're like, "Wow, I sound really intelligent right now." 
<laughs> I just, wow, that's a really good point. I, yeah, I got to remember that for next time I talk to a family member or next time I, someone tries to bring it up. I'm going to – shit, what was I saying? I don't know. Kinda, <laughs> we were talking about Harry wow. Cavill and, and <laughs> like why, why like, we couldn't do the role. And it's just like – I have to do that hard. The, <laughs> the, but, I mean, it's like it's – I just – I. I don't blame Henry Cavill for the Superman world that we got. I mean, they, they got pushed, DC got pushed, and Warner Brothers got pushed into it because the success that Disney was doing with the whole Avengers series, you know, and, and you know, that, that that's part of the reason why they had um, uh, Josh Whedon come in to, to, to do the, the Justice League movie after Zack Snyder had to step down because you know it's like he was successful there he can be successful here i mean he was the like kind of like part of the architect that created that that universe that uh that 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 you know grew and grew so that's the that's the kind of thing like that bothers me it's just like why why do you need a new actor to play him like why can't henry cavill just continue on like let jj abrams do it though even though i i still question why they gave it to him I'm, I'm, i'm like i'm like really i'm like I'm like I I I I'm I'm very nervous. I can answer, I can answer that. Go ahead. I can answer that. Okay, and this is just again I'm talking out my ass, so just take it with a grain of salt. J.J. Abrams has been good in rebooting two other very popular franchises, Star Wars and Star Trek. Oh no How? no no one oh, no, 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 one that, that first Star, Star Wars and Star Trek. Hear me out. Right. Hear me out. All right. He did it. By working off of the nostalgia of the original stuff. If you look at the plot of The Force Awakens, it really is just a rehashing of Episode 4. Yeah. Really is. If you look at the reboot of Star Trek, after the initial reboot, they took two other, you know, uh, two, well, the, the second one is basically Wrath of Khan. I mean, but him directing the first one, while he still kept it. He, it was the nostalgia part. He tweaked a little bit, but he still had a good cast. Um, I think that what he would probably do with Superman is... I'm not saying... He, for all I know, he... Okay, I'm, I'm going to say this with pretty decent confidence. J.J. Abrams is probably a fan of the Christopher Reeve-era Superman. Uh-huh. So what he could possibly do is, with this new Superman, a person of color use the same sensibility and and um, wholesomeness that might have been in Christopher Reeve's Superman and use it, apply it to this new Superman because a lot of people complain that, you know, Superman, the Man of Steel, Batman v Superman's too dark. That's not my Superman. He would never do this. So what you can do is you can kind of get this, like I'm going to make him a person of color and apply this, the Christopher Reeve sense of sensibility to him, the sensitivity of him, and not necessarily the way that um, What's-His-Face did for Superman Returns, but definitely go back to to uh, the original man, the original Superman and give him the more the compassion and the softness and, the, you know, you, you got me, who's got you type of thing, those kind of moments. I think he will... He'll, who reimagine those feelings and be able to tweak on it to be, to, because he's really good at retelling the same story is the best way I can put it. That's what I think. 
<laughs> he's he's really, he is good at telling the story again. <laughs> right. And and I'm like look, and I'm not slamming I do like Force Awakens. It did make me when I first saw it, it did make me feel all those moments of like, oh my god, I felt like I was a kid again watching the original Star Wars. When I watched Star Trek, I'm like, I really enjoyed the cast. They made me smile watching them the way the original cast when they would just interact with each other, how they made me smile. So he has that ability, at least for me, to tap into those moments of like, wow, this, while it's new, it still has that that underlying sense of nostalgia that f- helps feed someone of, I guess, my age and my perspective on things. Mm-hmm. But by throwing in a different thing, it's fine. So you know what? If he acts and, and if the Superman that I watch is wholesome, truth, justice, I don't want to say the American way, but just truth, justice, and overall Stacey would call him Captain Savaho. If he's that character, but just in a, a different wrapping, I'm okay with that because I think that people go, well, now that's what Superman should be like, you know, regardless, because I don't, again, the color of the person's skin shouldn't matter, or the sex, even the gender shouldn't matter. It's what's on the inside and what the story is being portrayed is is correct i mean as long as you feel walking out going wow that was really good i really felt like i watched a superman movie or that that was a really good it made me feel like this when i was this age or when i read a comic book i feel like this you know i think i think abrams is really good at doing that of tapping into those things because he's a fan of the stuff that he works on so he wants to make it so that he can enjoy it now i think this this the, the last star wars movie i haven't watched it since the time i saw in the theaters I didn't hate it. You know, I don't, I think that sometimes you initially people give like a bad reaction. Like uh, lately I've been circling the drain of actually starting to watch, rewatch the, the, the DC universe movies again, mm-hmm. mainly because, mainly because of the Snyder cut. But I'm also thinking about like going at, like back, even watching like the, since I have voodoo, I keep going past star Trek and I'm like, I really like those movies. Like, why don't I want to watch them again? You know, like just because it's, it's like popcorn. It's like a, uh, like a, a comfort food in mm-hmm. a way uh, you know I, I think that I think he would I still think he would do a good job I I do I'm I you know I'm hopeful I, I'm, I'm, uh, I, okay let me put it this way I I I don't I don't think he'll do a terrible job and, and I'm like I'm, I'm, I'm okay no no let me say this again I think it'll either do a good job or a terrible job I don't know which one it is. It's flip the coin and see what happens. Now, here's the thing. As as you were going on and on about it, I kind of thought about it. I'm thinking, you know what? Because you know what? I'm also tired of another origin story. Because like, that's what we're going to get. We're going to, we're like, we're, you know, it's like, because if you're saying rebooting the ser- series in a new way, because technically it is, I mean, no matter, right. no matter how you, you sling it, you know, that's what it's going to be. You know, because they're not just going to continue on because they're going to get a different actor to play Superman, and it's not going to continue on where Henry Cavill left left off. So you're gonna you're gonna continue. So you're gonna restart. So if it's going to be a person of color, then at least it's going to be a little bit of a different story that we're getting. So it's going to be a slightly different origin story that we're going to get. So at least that way, you're going. All right, they're retelling the story, but they're telling it in a different way because it's a different Superman. It's not the Superman that we've grown up and gotten used to, it's a more recent iteration of him that they're, they're going to retell the story. So they're bringing a new way of, of telling it, which is like, okay, that's going to be interesting to see. Like, you know, it's going to be worthwhile to see and going, 
all right, you 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 got my interest, you know, kind of thing. And maybe J.J. Abrams will do a good job that way, you know. Um, you know, I just you know going back to the Star Wars thing, like to me, like okay, Force Awakens opened the door of going, all right, here's a new cast of characters. Where are they going to go with this? And then you go, then Rain Johnson gets in, and you're going, oh, okay. And I was like, well, it was pretty good, but. Where are they going to go? Because he pretty much slammed a lot of doors. So you're going, how are you going to go? And then you lose a character in real life, an actress in real life. And you're going, boy, whoever gets this job is is screwed. And you're going, J.J. Abrams is going to do it. And you're going, oh, he's going to save the day because he rebooted Star Wars. (laughs) And, you know, he's doing the new chapters in Star Wars. And you're going, yeah, not even close, J.J. I don't know. But here's, I guess here's also if he... Keep in mind, JJ's not writing it. He might just direct it. Um, he might also just be producing it. But I also think too, it depends on where they, what Superman they're giving. Are they giving him the role of the president of the United States and Superman at the same time, or is like you're right, it isn't an origin story. And while it is a different take on the origin story, it's also a different take because he's a person of color. So you can have social commentary in that movie based upon how people treat a man of color in movies, especially one of power. Like you could, I mean, you could take the, the, the cheap, easy route and just make Luther a white racist guy who just doesn't like Superman because he's black. And I think that's what they did in the comic book. I think that they did, you know, they made him like, but it has to be the right time, the right era in history. Like if they get, if they tell the Superman story in the, you know, mid to late sixties, that could have some real impact, you know, some only because it's, you're going to be, you're going to see a story that could be taking place today, just at the height of, you know, the civil rights movement, Malcolm X, you know, Muhammad Ali, Martin Luther King, you and you, you have this powerful person of color, you know, jump, like let's just say instead of um, a, a moment where he lands down where the hoses are being turned on and he stands in front of those hoses and stands perfectly still as the waters bounce off his chest and flies off to the side, mm-hmm. you know, saving the crowd. Like, like th- that's that could be a very powerful image on multiple levels because he's Superman, because he's a person of color and he's standing up for the social injustice that he sees, but not just for people of color, but for anybody of color, you know, you see him save like, you know, like a, 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 a cat out of a tree or he rescues a, a little white girl from a car accident. You know, like you can do multiple things like that, but if it's in the right time frame and say the right message, I think that, you know, granted I'm okay with that because I'm an adult and I'm, I like to think that I'm a little open-minded when it comes to, you know, like issues of color and, and, and sexuality and gender. I I like to think that I'm better than most of my peers at my age group. Um, I could be wrong, but I also know that there's a bunch of yutzes out in the fucking internet that right away don't know anything about any kind of a, of, of a, of a black Superman and right away go, Oh, whoa, I can't wait for black wonder woman or black flash. It's like bitches. They were already existed. Like, like, fucking pick up a comic book. <laughs> like, if you pick up a comic book, then maybe you might learn something. That these people are these these characters are already out there. All they're doing them is bring them to the to the front light, which they should be, 
because everyone needs that representation. I mean, I could watch, I can watch Black Panther all day long, although that's a superhero, but he doesn't speak to me on the same level as he would for some little African-American boy. Mm -hmm. You know why? Because I don't have that story. I don't, you know, I will never be able to look at, I can enjoy Wonder Woman on the screen, but she'll never have that personal resonance to me the way a, a woman can look up and screen and go, there is finally someone that I, I'm not living in a man's world. Uh, there's a woman who's just as powerful. Like it's, it's, it can be that, and it should be that. And I just like all the stories. If it's a good stories, I'm all about it. I, but those, those people of color and those sexual orientations they need to have their own stories too i get it easy i'm a heterosexual white male middle-aged most of the stories that i've seen i'm the lead guy (laughs) you know (laughs) so a part of me is just like okay well let everybody else have a turn i got plenty of stuff you know i can always enjoy die hard you know or i can always enjoy star wars if i need if i really feel the need to wait to watch an all-white cast do something like i don't you know <laughs> okay give me another like i i saw today like there's five more days before coming to america too and i'm like ah, i can't wait you know who's not gonna be there in that a lot of white people i don't <laughs> okay with that <laughs> like, you know, like there are some movies I think are no good deeds. Uh, it's a movie that I watched with, uh, we call it, um, uh, shit, Luther, um, <sighs> Black James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> God damn, I can't do his name. <laughs> oh, God, now you're going to make me think. Uh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> you know? Fuck! <laughs> it's right there into my tongue too. Luther, they wanted him to be James Bond. He was the sexiest man alive. Uh, he was in Wired. He was in the Calvin, the Calvin and Hobbes movie. He was in the Hobbes and Shaw movie. <laughs> Idris Alba. Idris Alba, yes, thank you. <laughs> and, uh, I would totally watch a Calvin and Hobbes movie with The Rock was Hobbes and and what's his face was Calvin. Jason Statham. <laughs> Jason Statham. <laughs> <laughs> if you smell what the Hobbes is cooking. Speaking of The Rock, have you seen his TV show Young Rock? No, I haven't seen it yet. I. I've... <laughs> it's actually kind of funny. I chuckled a lot watching it. It's actually pretty well written. It's like him. And Randall Park, uh, apparently it's like set in the future and Rock's running for president. And he's sitting down with Randall Park, who is the interviewer, uh, you know, trying to talk about like Rock's life, like as growing up. Little known fact, I didn't know Rock spent some time in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Really? I was like, yeah, he went to high school there. I was like, get the hell out of here. <laughs> I was like, okay, you know, good for him. <laughs> <laughs> so this is interesting because it's, it's supposed to be like a, like a, a telling of his life. I'm like, it's cute and it's got some good jokes in it, and he's in it. Um, it you know, like think Wonder Years, except with the visual representation of him telling the story, and then instead of the voiceover, you know. And the actors they got are pretty good. Like as far as like you know, they went from like little kid rock to like teenage rock. I, I almost want to say that they have really good casting choices because one does look like the older version of the other. And I was like, wow, that's really, really good casting. Mm. (laughs) 
but yeah, whatever. Go ahead. So, what's your take on the uh, person of color Superman, the POC Superman? No, I was saying all, all I was saying that was just that, that I, I'm glad that they finally, you know, like they're going to tell a story differently. So it's going to be interesting to see it that way. Especially, you know, like I said, it's a person of color and it's going to be an alien, not an actual black person. So it's 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 going to be, you know, like. I want to say it's like a it's it's it it, it can't be a, a it, this really can't be a, like a a miss movie like this guy that like you know you got JJ Abrams you're gonna have like a different you know hopefully a different sto- slightly different storyline so you're not getting the same origin story over and over again right but you go and I I just I I don't I don't see it I don't see it doing well I really don't and not because it's it's because it's a person of color. Not and I'm really not because of JJ Abrams, just because it's Warner Brothers and DC are, are the ones that got it's got to go through. You know that's that's where the problem's gonna lie. I mean that's that's you know somebody who has the power, which I don't we don't even know the name of this person. It's an unnamed person because I don't really think it's DC. I don't think it's you know whoever that at DC is that runs that kind of department has a problem because they're like, yeah, that sounds awesome, blah, blah, blah. And then they go into the, you know, the suits at Warner Brothers and they're like, you know what? I don't know about that story. Can we change this? You know, can we get this product placement put in? You know, can we, you know, like those kind of things start to, you know, start to play in and you, and you go in the, the movie that originally was supposed to be, uh, put in, I don't, I don't think is going to be, uh, um, uh, we're going to get, you know, so that's, that's the issue that I'm going to have with this is not the fact that, I mean, I, like I said, I don't really care if it's a person of color, like whatever, you know, it's, it is what it is, you know, and you know, if, if, you know, like let them have their, uh, and it just sounds terrible. I know. I I don't know. I don't know. Cause you don't know how else to put it. Like, it's like, yeah, it's like, I I can put this the right way and, 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 and say it so eloquently that it's going to be awesome basically like yeah you're right like like you know it's like hey you know what if, if if somebody can identify with it other than a white person then that's great you know like like you know but i just i i don't see any i just don't see any like it's like they're, i think they're really looking for like a black panther kind of uh reception well, I, sure everyone everyone would want that but i mean the problem with that is is that you've already had you already had it you can't duplicate it, and I don't. And I'm not just saying that DC would try. Like, I agree, DC definitely would try to capitalize on. Like, well, do we have anybody of color in our lineup that we can make a movie? Well, there was once a black Superman. Good, print, perfect. Use him because we want a Black Panther. We need a Black Panther for ourselves. I think it's it's more of a. You, I don't think you'll be ever be able to duplicate the impact that black panther had on any community regardless of because it's, once it's done now everything else seems to be like a carbon copy especially now that chadwick is gone right you know like you can't like if he was still alive you know they'd be talking about black panther 2 and he'd probably give you know they probably like, well what do you think about them doing a, a person a superman with you guys a person of color and he'd be like you know thumbs up it's awesome more people you know representation matters and good job but I do think that ultimately, like, you can't capture that that lightning again because of the fact that Chadwick's gone and the cultural impact that it had on everybody. I feel like I, I, Warner Brothers would be stupid to even. 
I, I want to say Warner Brothers would be stupid to even think that, but I guarantee you there's a white guy in a suit going, is there any way we can get this Black Panther numbers? Because we need that. Right. And, that, that, and that's and that's the idea. I mean, that's the idea that they're chasing after. That's that's the whole why they did Justice League, why they were trying to do origin stories for each superhero v- movie with that each star, each celebrity, you know, kind of thing. That's the idea. There is no there is no other way to put this right. than that. That's 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 what they're that's what they're going to catch. And they still don't get it. They still do not get it. That it's like yeah, that 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 happened once, and that was it. Like you, you're DC. It's not DC's turn to do it. Like you got to come up with a new way of something, like your own idea, instead of going, "Well, Marvel can do it, Disney can do it. Why can't we do it? We, you know, we have we have these characters. You know, somebody do something. You know, and then like the, the creativity comes in, and then it gets shitted on by the suits. And that's right. what you know. No, I I, I I I agree. There's 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 just this moment of like just do it like just put it out there stop trying to let the people who know how to do it do it don't suit it up you know like oh like i mean that's what they're saying about the um suicide squad the first one it was a completely different movie and then because the trailer was so well received they got the company that made the trailer recut the movie to you know and it was like but that, that's wrong. It should have been. Why not just leave the movie? Because they were scared. Right. They were scared that the movie wasn't going to be well. Because I remember, I remember, like, I'm like, shit. Let's go back to when they released the photo of Leto in that Joker pose with the tattoos. It wasn't well liked at all. And Warner Brothers was like, no, no, that's not what he's going to look like. This is just for the 75th anniversary of 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 the of the character. You know, it's that's just the way it was going to be. Like, no, no, that's not the. He's not going to look like that at all. And then he was. So you lied to us, you know, right. because you didn't. You thought that no one would remember. I, Peppa Pepe remembers. You know, <laughs> it's just it's maybe I, maybe I, somebody hit some. You hit somebody in your car, and nobody looked. We saw you, Peppa Remember, <laughs> you buy a few cookies. Maybe this all goes away. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the, the the idea though is is that like that like I, I like I I think with that whole like especially with as example as like you you gave out with the the that whole the Joker thing was is like you know what stick to it like yeah that's that's the way he looks you don't like it tough yeah like yeah like look if you don't like it you don't have to watch it there's some people there who saw it and thought it was great you know and that's and to some people going that that was that's the definitive version of that's their joker that joker to them was better than Heath Ledger's joker and to some people it's better than Jack Nicholson's joker you know i'm not in that camp you know but i can at least go you know i respect the choices <laughs> there, that he made is, is there anybody in that camp like let's be realistic come on i there, i think that if i think that there were people in this camp i don't think that what he did was completely all bad I think the tattoos was a little over the top. Like, I wouldn't mind some tattoos, but the damage on his forehead. I, that's why I'm interested to see the Snyder cut because none of that's on this version of the Joker. So I'm like, okay, well, why? Is there an explanation for that? Or there is an explanation for that other than the fact that that Joker in the Suicide Squad is a Joker from a completely different... Now, they can just say, well, it's, it's from a different universe that that 
that Batman and that Joker, while they exist and they look like this Joker and this Batman, it's a completely different timeline, different, you know, universe. It's like their own. They can paint it as a multiverse if mm-hmm. they wanted to just kind of brush it off, you know. But, I mean, we'll see. Because, you know, in what, 19 days, Justice, the. Zack Snyder Justice League comes to play. Oh, jeez. Is it that? I don't have much time left. <laughs> yeah, it's March March 18th. Whew. Yep, which I believe is a... Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. Thursday night. Huh. Okay, well, I'll be working. Uh, maybe I'll just come home with like a cab myself. Maybe Thursday night I'll get myself a small little pizza sit down like watch four hours of Justice League (laughs) 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 that sounds terrible (laughs) I'm doing the same thing but that sounds terrible four hours of Justice League Jesus Christ Uh, I don't know I'm I'm mixed about it I really am I, I really hope that this four hour because i want to see i'm gonna have i'm gonna be like watching it like early in the week watch the you know the the original justice league just to you know the one i have and just to see and going okay this this is what it was let's see what they did you know like what's what's what 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 was Zack snyder's vision you know you know which which bothers me in the long run because it's four hours and you're going okay well what was he going to cut Cause that's that's really what I want to see. I really don't want to see a four hour version of it. I want to see whatever, like a two hour, whatever the version of of Justice League that he was gonna have. Like, like, like was it like part one and two, and they just didn't finish it? Like that's like now I have like more questions. <laughs> well, I, I saw someone like you know people put a blurb out, and I never really take them for like a grain of salt because all it basically said was that hey, um, apparently the movie ends on a cliffhanger. Of course, like, it, it's like you know, to, it's <laughs> four hours I mean, of a cliffhanger. Right now, now, granted, it's supposed to be. It was supposed to be like a three-part movie, so maybe he never did film an actual ending because it wasn't, you know, because he left the project at the time. He might have filmed enough to do part one and part two, um, and maybe not part three. I don't know, like. But I hope it doesn't end off with like you know some mustache twirling over like the body of like what are you gonna do now? Man, 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 man. Credits. What are you gonna do? Man, 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 man. Credits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, sometimes there's some of the things that come out of your mouth. But you know, it's like it's like true. <laughs> but you do, I paid the perfect scene. It's like dun 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 credits. You know, just standing there like laughing. Credits. <laughs> then Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> like no, <laughs> and you you know you're gonna wait for like a mid credit scene, like maybe they'll like you know 
some do something and they'll be like nope that's it but <laughs> but it left it left on this cliffhanger that now i need to see a sequel because i have so many questions that the sequel would answer but there isn't going to be a sequel because what's going to happen and that's well i don't a part of me wants the movie to be good i'm not gonna lie i really want it to be good because i want to see the, what this is what i should have gotten in movie theaters potentially but a part of me says, okay, well, that's dangerous because if it is really, really good, it's going to set a precedence where every every director is now going to want creative control and want their own director's cut to go back out into circulation. You know, that Ayers gets his, you know, his Suicide Squad cut, which, okay, fine. Like, again, I'm okay with some, but I think that people are going to be like, you know what? I have that Looney Tunes movie. I felt like I got ripped off it. I want, it, I want my own director's cut, you know? Space Jam, the director's cut. You know, it's like <laughs> no. Oh, like, there's gonna be there's gonna be a three hour version of Batman Forever. You know, like well, I don't I don't know if I'm gonna see that one. I mean, it might be a little fascinating, but can't you make come that, on, like, an extra come feature? on? You don't tell don't tell me you wouldn't watch a three hour Batman Forever movie because you'd be going. What can they do? <laughs> Like, like, like if, if I mention a movie and give you like a version of it and you'd be like, wait a minute, wait, 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 maybe, you know, first you're like, nah, that's stupid like, or whatever. But there, there is, it's like, there, there is no end to this. There, there is no end in sight because there's a, there's a part of you. There's always a small part of you that goes, what, what's the difference? Like, like, what, what are they going to change? You know, there is, I, I am an idiot. I'm. And I want to see apparently this we're all idiots because I'm on the it's, same it's, boot because it's like it's like it's it's I'm like I'm buying six months of of HBO Max just so I can watch the four hour hour cut of the <laughs> Zack Snyderverse. That's how bad it is. And I'm like, yeah, there's other stuff. And I'm like, whatever. I haven't I haven't touched HBO Max since since really since Wonder Woman 84. I mean, that's, that's really, I've, I've watched a couple of things, but the, like stupid stuff that I've already seen. It's like, you know, I'm, I'm like, and I'm like, oh, whatever, you know, because I will just do, do some mindless entertainment. I'll just turn something on. And I'm like, oh, there's this and I'll watch it. But it's just like that. That's the that's the main reason was Wonder Woman 84 and Zack Snyder. And that was it. Like, like I I'm like when the six months are up, I'm like, yeah, I'm not renewing like. Unless right. something, unless something like hits, like it's like ah oh, shit. Now, <laughs> now I'm gonna put another suck six months. In. <laughs> Hopefully they'll give me another discount. <laughs> I can live with this, you know. But that's the idea. It's just it it's just ridiculous that you know. And 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 but th- there is so many different movies out there that I go that movie was terrible. I wonder if there was a director's cut that could have made this better. Like that's that's what you start thinking about. Like right. you, you know, like there I bought I bought a movie just based off the fact that it said director's cut. Star Trek to the Wrath of Khan. Probably <laughs> one of the greatest Star Trek movies made, you know, amongst the older ones that you go thing and you go there's a director's cut. Like what else can you like and it's like that's what it was. And I watched it and it was just like re-edited shots of of the like some conversations in the movie it didn't change the movie in any way it was right, so I'll be, good i'll be honest that's what i think the center cut's going to be mostly i think it's going to be because they he said that not a single shot uh, not a single that all the stuff that was in the other version of justice league none of it's being used that's completely different movie mm. and, and a part of me is like okay well if it's the same shot just told from a different angle isn't it still the same movie like how much different is it like like I, there's this part of me it's like okay well 
it's either going to be really, really good or it's going to be the flop that it was that, that you're going to realize, okay, Joss wasn't the problem. He tried to save a, a, a piece of shit, you know, but then again, I can't, I can't say like, oh, Joss Whedon is the real hero here, obviously, because he's already in hot water enough as it is, you know, it seems to be like, of course, because I, I didn't bring it to the, I didn't bring it to the table because Ray Fisher has, has said something out after you know, they made an announcement about the black Superman thing. He's like, Hey, remember this time, this time where this person did this, 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 and it's not Josh William, but the, the head of Warner brothers entertainment. Um, the, he's like, Hey, remember when so-and-so did this, 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 and the, but Oh, well, well, Hey, look, black Superman. Like he just kind of like, like it was like, Oh, well, this is just another distraction that Warner brothers is doing because they don't want to admit that there was some wrongdoing to the point where Warner brothers, both Warner brothers and the, Firm that was hired were like we didn't. It's done. It's over with. Move on. Like, what do you like? Apparently, I, I it was just it. It just infuriates. You know, it, it irks me. Is probably the better word. It's like really, like, when are you gonna let it go? Or when are you gonna come with some facts? Because at least, like we talked about in the last episode, at least Charisma Carpenters people have said this is what's happened to me. He still hasn't. You know. Right. But anyway, and that's you know, that's the thing that bothers me the most is like, okay, after a while you're going, I'm just losing interest because you're not telling me what it is. Now, granted, if there's some kind of investigation going on and they can't talk about it, that's one thing. But like, how many things have we heard about that you know is you know, but said over and over again, and it's just like you know, like we already know, like kind of like like this is just going on way too long that it's just like. And then like I'm like and then when it's all said and done, it's like was it really a big deal then? Like like I think it's gonna be like like when you get to that point where it finally gets revealed, you go really that's that's what we ate it for. That was terrible. Like yeah, boohoo for you. I, you know. I, I, I quickly gra- I quickly grabbed the article. Okay, so it's like here's what we tweeted. Do y'all remember that time Walter Hamada and at Warner Brothers Pictures tried to destroy a black man's credibility and publicly delegitimize? De- 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 a very serious investigation with lies and press, but hey, Black Superman, <laughs> right? So, finally, Warner Media responded um, to said once again there are false statements being made about our executives and our company surrounding the recent Justice League investigation. As we have stated before, an extensive and thorough third-party investigation was conducted. Our executives, including Walter Harmada, fully cooperated. No evidence was found of any interference whatsoever, and Warner Brothers did not lie in the press. It is time to stop saying otherwise and move forward productively. Then, on top of that, it was doubled down by the Warner Media statement was backed by Catherine B. Forrest, the investigator ad former ad former federal judge who headed the Fisher investigation in the first place. Again, a quote, I am disappointed by continued public statements made suggesting that Walter Hamada in any way interfered with the Justice League investigation. He did not. I interviewed him extensively on more than one occasion and specifically interviewed him concerning his very limited interaction with Mr. Fisher. I found Mr. Hamada credible and forthcoming. I concluded that he did nothing that impeded or interfered with the investigation. To the contrary, the information that he provided was useful and advanced the investigation. So it's like, dude, all right, is it done? Is it not done? Like now, now what you're doing is like now you're just riding a coattails like a big announcement, like, hey, we're gonna do a black Superman, and he just jump on. But wait, remember when they did this? Oh, you're just being distracted. You're falling for it. It's like, well, no, they're moving on. 
No. Well, I mean, say at this point, yeah, Ray, like I was saying, Ray Fisher, spill the beans. Like, finally tell us what, 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 what ill he did to you, so that way we know what, how to be angry about whatever happened to you, because we don't know. We're, right. we're, we're, we're lost at this point. That's and that's that's the. the that's the state because now because at once you, you kind of you feel bad for him and you're going oh geez you know like and you know like and especially with all the movements going on and and you know you 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 want to have people have accountability for what they do but after a while you kind of go in why you know why you know why aren't you telling us like you know i mean like you know is it you know and that's the thing is it because now now your your imagination runs wild and you go maybe it was sexual maybe maybe he was you know, no, I, I, well, yeah, I mean, your imagination for a while, but here's I, most. It sounds like, from all accounts, Chas is just his sense of humor runs around the cruel aspect of like, you know, oh, geez, that that shirt makes you look ugly. Why'd you get so fat? Like, and you know, making people cry and, and enjoying making people cry, he finds that funny. Right. You know, nothing in a sexual nature, but more so just mean, hurtful statements, while isn't acceptable in any way shape or form especially you know especially when a cast of like the, the cast of Buffy is coming out about it like we talked about it um, in that era different times I mean like let's let's face it I mean you know who here hasn't heard well some people have Andrew Dice Clay you know Sam Kinison they made uh, did that time those comics were famous for being mean and cruel and insensitive that's the way humor went at the time and while that might have been offended this today wouldn't fly in 2017 and before that actually maybe 2016 because that's when probably joss got on board for the justice league because justice league movies is three years old now at this point i believe um that humor was something that was still flying around and while it might have been insensitive or cruel at times if it's just if you're basically claiming because he said mean things to me and that's all it comes down to it's like well, okay well I'll hold him accountable you know what Josh you shouldn't have said those mean things that was wrong of you to say that um, but most people are like well his his we're going to watch a four hour movie where Cyborg is a big factor in it so I now would have to watch this movie with him and going Okay, where his part is now bigger because of Zack Snyder, where it was cut significantly down because of Joss Whedon, um, because maybe that the stuff that they were going to use alluded to a sequel that was never going to be made, so they had to make it into one big movie. Like, I don't, I wasn't there. Nobody, you know, the people who were there are like, yeah, you know what? They're, I mean, apparently the investigation's done, over with, and it's time to move on. Like, but some people mainly Ray Fisher is not letting it go for whatever reason. Right. You know, and it's like, again, you want to be supportive and you want to be like, okay, well, what happened? Can you be specific about it? And he's not. And you're like, but how do I, do I, I, if I blindly follow you, then doesn't that come a Jesse Smollett incident where I believe you wholeheartedly and then you turn around and you lied about it? that makes me look like an idiot and I supported you. Now I'm just asking for the facts before I support you in your decision. If you feel like something happened, I want to know what it is. And you're not. In fact, 
other people are now coming out because of this to say I stand with you, hoping maybe not only did they get to tell their story, but maybe you can finally get to tell your story. Like, was it really because you know? Because all right now, like I said, in the past, it just looks like you're complaining because your role got cut down shorter. You didn't want to say booyah. They said, suck it up, buttercup. You're being paid to be an actor. Act. This is what I want you to do. You know, and if you can't do that, well, then tough titties. Like, that you got what you're getting paid for. You're being directed. <laughs> you know, hmm. I, 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 I don't know. And, and you know, if, if it was something like, well, he inappropriately touched me or he was he said this and he made me feel uncomfortable or because he he was racially insensitive about something i I think if it was something like that that should be said why isn't he because maybe what he's complaining about or has is accusing him of isn't is looked upon and going well that's it that's what the big stink is that's and you're telling me that the that he probably went up the chain of command and everyone was like well, is that it? Because you're being told to do something and you're 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 refusing to do it. You're you're the one in trouble because your boss is telling you to do something. While you may not want to do it, you can quit. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, like, but you don't. And so then you're going to have to just do what he asked you to do because that's what you signed your contract to do. Mm-hmm. Like how how is that impeding on anything? Like I'm. I, Am I supporting my the director? Why, yes, because I'm paying the director to give me a final finished film, and I have an actor coming to me complaining about that director because you don't like some of the lines that's being said. I, that seems very childish and very immature. Come with me with something bigger, and then we might be able to do something about it. But yeah. I, again, it's no one knows. It's all hypothetical. It's all hypothetical. It's all hearsay mm-hmm. until you come out with something and even the people who did the investigation are like yeah the people the person you're complaining about never impeded never did anything and it's time to stop and he's not you know like so now when i watch this movie i'm gonna be looking going yeah, all right is he any better than is this part better than better or worse is he any better or worse? because i guarantee you when people are going to walk away with this walk away with this center cut going it oh, i wish that was in theaters because it was phenomenal B, holy my, oh my God, that sucks so bad. C, I thought Cyborg was awesome. D, I thought Cyborg sucked. He was the worst part in the Justice League movie to start off with. Now he's even worse in this one, and I got to see more of his bad acting. So, like, it's it's tainted either way, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a no-win scenario, basically, for us, anyway. You know, not for him either, but uh, definitely, definitely for for us. Uh, uh, it's just, it's just a shame. I mean, there's no other way to put it, and it just, and it, it just makes it worse that the longer he goes without saying what it is, it just becomes, it just becomes a a dead subject. And you're, you're, and you're going, dude. Like after a while, like like social media doesn't want he want he want to hear this anymore because they're just kind of tired of of you know them constantly uh you know like i mean well, i don't know maybe social media be thrilled of it because all the 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 backlash or the the back and forth that goes but after a while like even i think warner brothers or you know would probably actually start taking legal action against uh ray fresher just because they're just tired of all the you know the 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 negative press that he you know will generate because of what he says 
Yeah, sooner or later, it's someone's going to have to, you know, something's going to give. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I got, Ed. <laughs> okay. That's it. I'm done. I'm done. I, sp- I, I spent my load. <laughs> so. Thank God this is virtual. <laughs> You're not in the studio. <laughs> Was there anything else you'd like to add? Uh, you know, I just I just realized I'm like flipping through TV as as we're talking, and the Golden Globes are on tonight, so that is something. Yeah, I so saw. I was when I was scrolling a couple of times, I saw that Soul won Best Animated Film. Um, the guy um, Shit's Creek won Best uh, and Best Variety Show. Um, it was it, yay. Like I, <laughs> like I didn't know. It looks you know, weird. Yeah. I, I'm saying I'm only, I'm only, it's all, I have it muted and I'm like watching a little bit of it, but it looks bizarre because it's all like I, I don't think they the they're all there because um, they the the I don't know Sasha Baron Cohen won something I guess for the uh, for his movie for uh, uh, what do you call it uh, not for Borat or was it for the the Netflix the the South Side of Seven or whatever it's called I don't know I. I have to look. Because I, I don't know, but he he wants something apparently because he gave a thank you. But they were all at their I guess areas or homes or whatever, you know. And they yeah. they did the nominees and you know. So I was just like, okay, whatever. But uh, so that's mm, it. So just wanted yeah. to throw that out there real quick before we uh, called it a night. Oh uh, yeah, winner Borat subsequent subsequent movie film one musical comedy. Okay. I'm looking. Yeah, I'm just I'm looking against it beat it beat Hamilton really. Yes. All right. Wow. Um. <laughs> I'm looking here. Best drama. Chadwick Boseman won for My Riley's Black Bottom. Um, R- Roseman Pike won for I Care a Lot, which I, it's I want to see that because I have it flagged. Mm-hmm. Um, Jodie Foster won for the Marchush Marchushian, whatever movie that is. Okay. Uh, Daniel Kaluuya won for Judas and the Black Messiah. Uh, again, a, a prime movie. Uh, Chloe Zhao won for Best Director for No Man Land. Best Screenplay Motion Picture, Aaron Sorkin for The Trial of the Chicago 7. That's the one that Sasha Baron Cohen and he plays Abby Foreman in it. I'm like, oh, that looks really, really good. Um, Best Picture Animated, Soul One. Um, Best Foreign Language Film. Best Picture Foreign Language, Marani. Um, Seems to say... All right, see well. best. Yeah. <laughs> Just a bunch You're of going, stuff. You're going down a rabbit. We shouldn't have. I shouldn't have said. Yeah, you shouldn't have said anything, Ed. <laughs> All right. On that note, we're going to say goodnight. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you haven't already, go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Or follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. And of course, if there's anything you want to see or if you haven't seen or you want us to see or want us to talk about, you can go to you can contact Ed at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can send dick pics to Sean at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S H A W N. And that better be Dick York Dick Surgeon or Dick York. Excelsior. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.